man had been away Haven't changed, had much to say But man, I still think them cats are crazy They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found Told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy And I'm not joking Hello. about that. that is Mr. Ortiz. Went. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you read the email. Yes, he's going to be a little late because he's picking up his son I from a pizza not. party. I just got home a few minutes ago. I did not. I didn't see it until I looked at it a minute ago. Seriously, the Spider-Man Unlimited game for the iPhone and I'm assuming Android uh-huh. is amazing. Is that one of those free-to-download games, but you're going to have to pay for absolutely everything you do in it? No, you don't no. have to pay for anything in it. It's free to download, uh, and it's – I would love to – I wish I could tell you what it was because if you've played the game, the, the game style, you would know uh-huh. what I mean. Spider-Man is running ahead, and then you have to move left or right or stay in the same lane. You only get three choices, left or you know, left, right, stay. And dodge things as they come. They're bad guys, so you either have to jump them or punch them. And sometimes you have to slide underneath things, and you, that's down. That's it. And then when you're, if you're climbing up a wall, you have to, you know, use your tilt on your phone for that part. So you're tilting for climbing up the wall. And if you, and when you jump off the building, and you jump off buildings, you either jump down and you just like float like that, or you web swing. And it's web swinging like in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, which oh. is like, oh, it's so good. It's like, I'm swinging like Spider-Man from Amazing Spider-Man 2. But I have to pee. So I'm going right. to pee. Uh, not that you guys can't keep talking and I'm not like I won't hear you still. <laughs> so I finally know what Hodor means there, Chris. So Hodor. <laughs> I got to that point in the book. I was like, oh, that's what everyone's that, been saying. Okay. That's, that's, that's why he just keeps posting Hodor on everything. Nah. Are you, are you going to uh, watch the show as well? Well, I was telling Damon that I, what, I, what I had planned on doing was uh, read a book, watch a season. So I'm watching season one right now. But he was telling me I might want to get the audio books. To get ahead yeah. of the show, because once you hit, apparently, once they hit season three, that they started kind of com- combining the plots of the later books. They do. They it, it's because it has to run chronologically, and Dance with Dragons and another one are actually happening at the same time. Oh, so they that that's when it starts to compress and stuff like that. But yeah, you you probably want want to get ahead of the curve if you can. But the audio books are great. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I, how I've that's how I've done it all. I heard I lis- that whole conversation. Yeah, I listened to the first one so far, but yeah, I like I like the book quite a bit. But I was telling Damon, it's like you can't trust this author at all because it's just like, well, I'm I'm getting behind this character. Oh, he's dead. Oh, this <laughs> yeah. one's sick. But he he does oh, it the other way. He, 
he also, he, on occasion, he'll spin it around the other way. It's like, I really like this guy. He's going to die soon. And then you're yeah. like, oh, he isn't dead yet. Oh, he isn't dead yet. Oh, no, now he's going to... No, 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 he's still alive. And yeah. you're just waiting for that poor bastard to die. And I tell you, the other thing is, I, I keep waiting for... What is it, little shit's name? Littlefinger. I keep waiting for him to turn out to be a way bigger prick than I'm even expecting. All right. And that's what see when you say open ended bullshit like that, yeah. where people want to tell you like, oh yeah, yeah. or yeah, just, oh no, just just, just <laughs> you 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 may be right in doing yeah. that. It's like or you may be wrong. You well, may be wrong, or you may be right. I just like to lie to them. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah! It, oh yeah! He becomes king. In, in, yeah, yeah. He's the king in three, uh, three books. He's actually an alien. <laughs> this is a science fiction book, and you didn't realize it. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting dragons, and then I got to the last page of book one. Oh, fucking dragons! Okay. <laughs> Yeah, there, it's one of those weird – it's the weirdest of all fantasy tales I've ever known where it is a world where magic does exist, mm-hmm. but you see very little magic, which actually makes magic way cooler in that universe. Yeah, because a very, only a very chosen few can actually use it. Right. It's it's kind of amazing. Like when the uh, – because I read – I didn't read the books. I listened to the books, but – I don't. I don't think I listened to two. I think I listened from three on. I think it was three on that I listened to because I already watched season two. And the 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 what's his name? I can't remember what his name is. He's like a sage or something like that, and he's multiples on the show. When he starts doing that shit, it's like holy shit, that's kind of amazing. Or there's like six of them. And they're trying to steal the dragons. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the blah, blah, blah. yeah. Whatever it's called the House of the Undying. Those guys. Yeah, those guys. That guy. Not that those guy, guys. Yeah. It's yeah. that guy, which is way more awesome. Ah, <sighs> Mister Ortiz, we are doing a geek fight. Yes, we are. Apparently, are you recording? Yes, I am. And you're eating. Yes, I am. Uh, sorry if I'm coming out hot, which I believe I am. I um, don't really notice. Oh, you can't tell that I'm really, really loud. Not particularly. I don't have the sound cranked up real high. Yeah. Well, they'll hear it on a recording because we're not sending it to Alan unless you want to. It's up to you. You no, know, Alan, how it... no, Jared. This is uh, stripped down. Okay. This is going to be barely any uh, any work or editing on. It. Like uh, this is probably going to be in. I'm I'm very even the break. I'm probably just going to you know put right. together. I might not even put an intro. I don't know. Uh, the. Uh, uh, what is it? They're back. That's the only thing I want the intro to be. It's somebody going, they're back. <laughs> or, Schwarzenegger, or Schwarzenegger going, I'll be back. Or, or you could split the difference. You get uh, Schwarzenegger. Doesn't he say I'm back in, in three? Oh, yes, he does. He does yeah. say I'm back in three. <sighs> but... At the same time, this is episode 244. Whoa. That was somebody talking. I don't know who it was. Who is it? It's, it's Yossi saying, hey. Why does he, uh, on the call, he could. Uh, why do people not know that they could just. just I didn't realize join, that either. Join the call. Join the call. Yeah. Ta-da. 
I was well, sitting here I for a couple it. of seconds going, why isn't Damon calling me? I know. I see that he's on. Because you were already in a call. Hello, Mr. Block. Hi. <laughs> I made it. Uh, we weren't going anywhere without you. Technically speaking, you were the, other than Mike, you're the only other person that actually had to be on this episode. Aw, <clears throat> oh, jeez. Well, it's your fucking topic, asshole. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. At least the love has remained. Yes. The spite, <laughs> the spite is still strong. It is strong. With are, are you going to pretend that there are like 110 episodes missing that no one's listened to? Or uh, no. That, 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 they're there, you just can't find them. Is this is an episode from an alternate dimension where we never stopped. That's okay. that's his take on this bullshit. Yeah. And, uh, he says this in an episode where he's going to leave this fucking shit in. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I won't. Maybe I, I'm fooling all of you. My take on it is we never actually stopped geek fighting. Not a single one of us. It's just we weren't recording it. There have been a lot more than it was uh, 69, uh, 69, 69 episodes, 69, 68, 60 some episodes. However many episodes. There's been more than that. Just in our everyday fucking conversations about this geek bullshit. So, <laughs> Well, that's why initially I was like, oh, let's just move this to Facebook. That, that's where geek fights exist today. Uh, yeah, but I don't like using Facebook. Although it's mostly you. because everybody posts as geek fights and no one knows who's talking. You do know you can just switch them off, right? Yeah, I know that. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just I'm just saying. I just figure, you know, the unless I'm trying to fool someone and I type with uh, capital letters, capital people letters. know who it is. Yeah. Although, if it's got capital letters and punctuation, it might not be Mike. I still have no fucking clue why Although, ten people liked the the page this week. <laughs> because stuff. I think it might be because of Jared. Because Jared posted a tweet a couple days ago, like, oh, feeling reminiscent. I was looking at my Zoom and I saw Geek Fights on there. And he, at Geek Fights. And then I think a few people listened to a couple episodes and then jumped on board. Oh, we still get downloads. Oh, I know. You know, you can still, and I think a lot of it is, you know, we, we do topics. Yeah. That are not terribly uncommon Google searches. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. Remember that co- that one guy who hated us said he he did it by by just searching for best of X Files. Yeah. And then he found it when you guys suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we were perfectly fine with. It's like, oh, I, we completely agreed with every one of his criticisms. His, his basic criticism was we were profane. Uh, we didn't take it seriously, and we were being kind of dicks. I was like, well, yeah, that, actually. That's that, geek fights. That, that, <laughs> yeah, but we, that was it. It was basically he was hoping that we were going to have a serious, intelligent discussion. Like and that. we had a serious, intelligent discussion, but we also had Michael saying, well, I vote for fuck you. <laughs> because he wanted to be a bitch. Well, yeah. Like always. So, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes people think that we – that or don't realize that we're we're – not taking this very seriously. Well, you know what? We actually used to take it much more seriously. Yeah, and then that just failed. It, well, it wasn't that it failed. It was when we started to learn that no matter what, <laughs> no matter what it was, almost always there was somebody who did like the thing that everybody else hated. 
So once we started to realize there was no actual cohesion, like, oh, no, we all like general things, but the specifics are always different and always ever changing. We're like, OK, OK, we, we, we can do this. Well, I think it was also more. I mean, that like I never I mean, we, we, we started we fought about that from from day one where you you wanted to insist on uh, it's. You know who would win in a fight, and I was like, I don't care about that. I don't like those arguments. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote for uh, Yoda over Q because I like Yoda over Q. It doesn't matter if Q is omnipotent. I don't like him. You know that yeah. was that was like from you know kind of built in yeah. and, and geek logic. That was the whole thing. Was people were saying, well, which which version of Magneto? And then so rather than us decide, and then people go, well, I don't want to do that. Just like whatever the fuck you want. Don't. And that that was it. It was just basically a. We don't want to have those kind of fights. We're going to have other kinds of fights. But for oh. me, it was it really did go back to Schwarzenegger quote when it was kind of like, you know what? When we just start kind of, you know, ripping on each other and and kind of joking around, it's just a lot more fun to participate in because yeah. then it doesn't become this dry argument. It becomes yeah. having fun, and that's why we do it. And those became the episodes I and like Schwarzenegger. That's the one, one of the ones I liked listening to the most. That's that's the transformative episode yeah. for me. That's the that's where the one where we were like, you know what? We actually become more entertaining when we're just having fun. Yeah, and then you know, and everybody will say that when the people who are participating are having fun, it's more fun to listen to. If it's just a dry, boring argument, and then and then also it becomes less argumentative because everyone's kind of having fun with it rather than being genuinely, no, you're a dick, you're wrong. <laughs> Speaking of which, you're a dick, you're wrong! Um, what is, uh, now, buytigers.com, what is this, Jason? You're the okay. one that... Buytigers.com is uh, an internet hoax. This guy started, uh, I think he was testing a search engine, and he threw a website called buytigers.com. And it, what happened was, I looked up uh, fake companies when you guys brought it up and I it just it caught my eye and I read about it he he it never really existed but uh, he got a bunch of heat from uh, from PETA and, and, <laughs> caused, and it caused a big a big stink and he had to come out and go no this was never a real thing and I, that just entertained the shit out of me <laughs> you know I was going to put um Apple computer on here. Yeah. And it was going to be the the idea that if you really want to get technical, every corporation is fictional because they don't actually exist. <laughs> uh, but they're people. But <laughs> yeah. But that but in reality, like I, I have a corporation. Yeah. But that corporation is just me. It's just people. Corporations are people because it is just a, a label you put on a group of people. It's just the people can change and the label remains the same. But all all my company is is basically a piece of paper in uh, Lansing. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's a form I filled out and paid $50 for or whatever it was. But it's all imaginary. It's just me. It's just basically a way that I can do things and not get sued. You know, so all corporations are technically fictional because they don't exist. They're not real. They don't have any form. They're in, they're imaginary. They're in our heads. And I figured, well, Apple is the biggest 
corporation or so, one of them, but at least. And then I was going to, you know, I happen to be doing this on Apple equipment, so that's that was on on my my mind. Yikes! And uh, so I was like, so that was going to be my way to segue into all corporations are fictional. And then I decided, no, I'll just go with the fictional Marvel comics instead, because then it becomes like our fictional Michael Jordan. It's the right. fictional version of something that's actually real. Uh, although uh, I, I am going with, because all corporations are evil, obviously, I, I'm going with, uh, at least for me, it's going to be uh, which one is the most evil. <laughs> and still right now in my head, it's Stark Industries. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they made all their money off of war profiteering, and then when that got old hat, they were like, oh, we're all clean energy now. Save it for the show. Save it for the show. <laughs> How about we start a show? Is all everybody right. ready? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know what the best part about this is? Huh. Mike doesn't know what I'm going to say. I might no. tell him. I might ask him what the topic is. I might, I might ask him who's on the episode. I don't remember because I don't remember how to start the show. And I don't have my script. I don't know where it is. There's no script. We used to have a script. We had a script so long ago. The only uh, Geek logic, blah, blah, blah. That's the only thing you need to remember. I'm not even saying that. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <clears throat> Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, what are we fighting about? Well, uh, tonight's topic is the best fictional corporation, even though all corporations are technically fictional. And uh, since I'm probably going to leave everything we recorded in, I've already covered that. But uh, who's joining us today, Damon? Well, today, tonight, we've got Yossi Block. Shalom. Christopher Mitchell. What, what? And Mr. Jason Thompson. Uh, how's it going, everybody? Uh, so how do the fights work, Mike? Uh, we got this list. We talk about stuff. And Geek Logic. You, you really don't, like, you do realize that I just said everything word for word a year and a half after we did our last fucking episode, and you can't remember Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, it's nice to know some things haven't changed. <laughs> what me going crazy for no good reason? Yeah, we always have a good reason. We always have a good reason. But yep, yeah, uh, let's start the fights because uh, that's what we do. We might get bored halfway through and stop. We did stop this for a reason. Anyway, first fight is. LexCorp, Lex Luthor's Corporation, versus the Ferengi Alliance, which is the race of Ferengis. I put the Ferengi Alliance on the list, but uh, I, I, you might have heard me say it before I said Welcome to Geek Fights, but I'm saying it again now. I'm going with which corporation is the most evil, because all corporations are evil people, because corporations are people and people are evil. Um, and I think LexCorp might out-evil the Ferengi Alliance because I don't remember the Ferengis having slaves. I don't remember it. They might. It's been a while since I've done geek things. But I'm going to go with LexCorp. Mike? Uh, I'm also going to go with LexCorp. Uh, I am not doing the most uh, evil, but I certainly think uh, here we definitely have to say that LexCorp is more evil because technically good and evil are defined by uh, a, a sort of shared cultural view. And since the Ferengi... Their shared cultural view is this is basically the corporate one. Uh, they all are pretty much in agreement, so it's not evil. Um, if everybody viewed the world in reality like LexCorp, 
uh, then they would not be evil too. But since obviously they, they, you know, Superman and, and various others do not, uh, they are the more evil. But that's not why I'm voting for him. I'm voting for him because I like them more. Um, it goes all the way back to, you know, before they were called LexCorp when uh, in Superman the movie it was Lex Luthor Incorporated. And he was willing to blow up California to make some money. Um, yeah, it's LexCorp. Yussie? Well, I'm looking a little bit down the road, and I, I'm i not necessarily committed to it, but I think it would really be cool to see the Ferengi uh, alliance go up against the Orion Syndicate. But I also remember a geek fight long ago. I know they were all long ago at this point, but best president, Lex Luthor won. And it seems to me that if... He was reaching all he could do within LexCorp. He wouldn't have left to go be president. So even within Lex Luthor's life, there's something missing for him in LexCorp. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Ferengi here. Chris? I I would love to vote for the Ferengi, but as a as far as a... Uh, Corporation-wise, they they are pretty much set in stone. You know that they have the the little people making money for the guy at the top, which is how a corporation works. But I think I'll have to on this particular fight. I'll have to go for the guy at the top, uh, the the ruler of the the uh, the corporation, as as being the one that swings my vote. And I think that Lex Luthor would probably wipe the floor with Grand Nagus, whichever one you want to pick, um, and that would swing it. I so I think I will go for Lex Corp. I'll vote for LexCorp and Jason. Well, here's the thing. Uh, as a fictional corporation, I'm looking at this as a potential investor. And as a potential investor, the Ferengi Alliance are a much more sound investment. After all, when Lex Luthor became president, if I recall correctly, he let Tali al Ghul, who is – to be generous, mildly retarded, run his company. And uh, the Ferengi, sure, they let Rom run the Ferengi Alliance for a little while, but this was after a very long string of pretty good leadership. So I'm going to vote for the Ferengi Alliance. I'll vote for the Ferengi, but LexCore makes it through. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is the Orion Syndicate versus Queen Consolidated. Uh, this one is uh, is pretty easy for me. Uh, basically, it's Green Arrow versus Green Chicks. Uh, I will vote for Green Chicks. Orion Syndicate. Yussi? Uh, I can't argue with that logic. Orion Syndicate. Christopher! I, I'd love to come up with a really good reason why voting for Green Chicks is a bad idea, but I'm struggling to come up with it. Um... I think that they probably just about qualify as a corporation in the fact that they have, again, minions working for them. Uh, green chicks. Uh, yeah. Green chicks. Jason? Uh, you know, they're, they're, both, they're both very green-friendly, I suppose, but I'm bum. But, uh, yeah, not only does Ryan Syndicate managed to operate in a lot of Federation territory, whereas Queen Consolidated is often being wrested away and taken and destroyed and 
basically Oliver will piss away his money on a, on a moment's notice. So it really Queen Consolidate is not a very well run, uh, run company. So I'm going to vote for the Orion Syndicate. Uh, another vote for the Orion Syndicate. I will quickly say the Orion Syndicate have slaves. Slavery, because those are Orion slave girls, even though it might be the guys that are slaves. It doesn't matter who are slaves. They have slaves. They are a corporation with slaves. And as everyone knows, most good corporations started out with slaves. So uh, I'm going to go with the Orion Syndicate as well. But Queen Consolidated is still technically on the list because Wayne Enterprises is on the list. And we're moving on to our next fight. Uh, Yussi, this one is yours. It is Damage Control versus MomCore. Well, this this one was actually a tough one for me because I, I do love the matchups. And, uh, you know, if we could have Mom Corp going against Planet Express, that would be pretty amazing. But I don't know. Dam- damage control was just a really great idea. And, um, you know, Dwayne McDuffie, that, that was uh, his uh, – created by him, and he was taken from us much too early. So I- I'm going to give it to Damage Control. Playing the death card early. Uh, Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to find it very, very difficult to vote against the company that made Bender the Robot because Bender is great. Um, and mom's friendly robot company is is uh, a part of the the mom corp. Uh, it's it's awesome, and they uh, they're they're one of those things that turns up in in Futurama. And I'm always very very happy to see that when mom turns up and the whole mom corp thing and the rivalry with Planet Express and everything like that. It, it's it's awesome. So I will go for mom corp. Jason. Well, um, you know, damage control, really, if the superheroes are having a slow week, that could crush damage control. Uh, but Mom Corp, you know, they're, they're in, they've got fingers in every pie. They're, they're, you know, they're in mom's friendly robots and mom's friendly, friendly foods and mom's friendly military, uh, military industrial complex, all sorts of great things. So Mom Corp. Another vote for mom. Who doesn't love mom? Um, I love mom. Uh, the Bender thing kind of uh, didn't kind of sway me. Uh, it, it's back to evil. And uh, Damage Control, to my recollection, wasn't evil. They were a good corporation. Hardy people. Uh, mom is the best kind of evil because you don't know she is. She's got that big fat suit and she's, oh, where am I? She's got a switch in all the robots that she's built. Millions of robots, a.k.a. slaves, because robot in some Slavic language means slave. Um, She's got a switch where she can turn them into all killing machines and wipe everybody out. Uh, Best kind of corporation for me. Uh, So I'm going to go with MomCore. Mike? Okay, so MomCore's already won. Yes, they have. Okay, good. This was actually probably the toughest one on here. I'm going to vote for damage control because it doesn't make any difference. Um, the, this is this is the toughest fight uh, on here. Uh, everything everyone said about MomCore is great. Uh, it, it's you know a great idea that it's got this you know incredibly uh, sweet, wonderful um, uh, mascot essentially, but she's actually evil uh, and and just not even doesn't even look like that. You know, she wears the fat suit and all that. So it's a great kind of satire of of corporations. Um, but damage control to me is just such a great idea. The idea of a of a, a 
big corporation with its hands and everything is pretty standard, pretty typical, and is expressed on this list in multiple ways. But damage control is one of the cleverest, uh, most original comic book concepts uh, I had seen in a while. Um, so I'm going to vote for it for that. Uh, I'm, I'm glad my vote really uh, didn't matter here um, because this would have been a tough one. But since there's since it matters not, I will vote for damage control. And uh, for most people who don't know, if I'm remembering this correctly, which I could be wrong, Damage Control was the insurance company kind of that came in and fixed the DC universe after Marvel. a big fight. Was it Mar- Marvel? Marvel? Yep. I thought it was DC. Nope. It doesn't matter which universe, but they come in after the after the big fights in New York City because that's the only place any fights happen, and occasionally in LA. But after the big fights, they fix everything up. They, they're the insurance broker people, things, blah, blah, blah. They're the reason why a month later, everything that was destroyed the previous month is back. So that's, that, that was the rationale for, why, for all of this stuff, which I thought was brilliant. That there was a company that uh, they're the ones who fixed everything. There is a company because, as everybody knows, in the Marvel Universe, it's never gone. It's just not around. So, uh, yeah. But MomCore moves on. We're on to our next fight, Chris. This one is yours. It is OCP versus Tyrell. This is the toughest fight I've had to do so far this evening, Um, mostly because it's two mega corporations that are um, uh, pretty much evil. Uh, Definitely the the antagonist of the piece in in both of the movies, to to some extent. Um, Tyrell the friendly replicant making company from blade runner is it, it, it the the entire company sort of hangs over the entire movie for the whole time and and it's a great uh great adversary for deckard to have you know trying to fight his way through this corporation to to find out the truth about what's going to happen and to find the evil replicant type people but OCP, um, well, I, I'll always use it as like my flagship evil company because uh, through no fault of his own, the, the old man, the, the head of OCP, has managed to fill the entire boardroom with evil bastards who want nothing more than to make a lot of money for themselves to the point where they're quite happy to demolish an entire city to build another city that they own. So it, it probably... Uh, probably going to be a vote for the more evil of the two but i think it will definitely have to go for ocp jason you know when people think ocp everyone thinks about their big you know their big uh you know flagship project robocop no one thinks about the ed 209 robots who squawk like a chicken when they're flipped over and can't maneuver stairs tarot corp is much better at making robots than ocp and maybe it's because they've had more practice i don't know i do know that tyrell court might have appeared in prometheus according to a lot of people on the internet uh you know if if you think people on the internet know what they're talking about so i'm gonna vote for tyrell court because it might cross two franchises now uh technically three then oh yeah it would cross into predator wouldn't it yes it would um uh, I live in old Detroit, though. I don't know. I don't know. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to dislike OCP. You kind of almost swung, swung it with the tarot. Uh, I'm gonna go OCP, Mike. 
Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Terrell Corp. Uh, the, the remarkable similarities between these two. Um, but I do think that Terrell is uh, infinitely more successful in what it does. Um, also, its slogan is more human than human, which is a great slogan and also a song, uh, which uh, means I could play it if it wins for uh, the outro music. Uh, though I don't think it's going to win, but uh, I, I, Blade Runner is a, is a movie I like more than Robocop. I think the Terrell Corporation uh, is a, a more interesting uh, corporation, and I love that slogan. It is all tied up, and it comes down to you there, Yessie. Uh, which one is moving on? Well, I, I would love to say I'm down with OCP, but uh, I, I really think that Mike is is right in terms of well, in terms of the way Blade Runner stands as this perfect movie, no sequel, no remake. It may happen. I don't know. But it's it's just, uh, you know, at, at, for the moment at least, it's one of those which remains untouched. And we can really look at a corporation which shapes an entire world and really uh, changes everything. So I'm a replicant. And Tyrell Core is moving on. On to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It's the Iron Bank of Bravos from Game of Thrones versus Inatech <laughs> from uh, Workspace. Or Workspace. Office Space. <laughs> well, uh, well, this is kind of this is kind of tough because the Iron Bank of Bravos. Uh, I was telling the guys before we started. I'm only one one book in on Game of Thrones. I've only I'm super duper late to the party. Uh, but apparently they've they're so successful that they're able to loan money to a government to keep a government afloat, which that's pretty impressive. And as far as I know, Inatech's gone. Inatech burned down thanks to uh, well, basically thanks thanks to Peter. He kind of st- started the ball rolling. So I'm going to vote for the Iron Bank of Bravos because they're far more successful. A vote for the Iron Bank of Bravos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More successful. I don't care about that. Which one is more evil? And goddammit, it's Inatech. And you go, no, Inatech's not that evil. And think about the inane minutia that you have to do with your fucking job because some guy up top... Wait, let's rephrase that. Because some middle manager said that some guy above him said that some guy above that guy said that we have to do this stupid thing that makes no sense. Why do I have to have 26 pages on my TPS report? I have seven bosses that I, I talk to. Every time I do something wrong, seven people come and talk to me. That shit is fucking evil. Uh, sorry, Iron Breaker Bravos. I'm voting for Inatech. Mike? Uh, I am also going to vote for Inatech, although I, I completely disagree with you. I think the, the premise that all corporations are evil uh, is is just wrong. Corporations are not evil. Corporations are just run by a lot of stupid people. Um, it's easy to confuse evil, evil and stupidity. Um, but yeah, there's no evil there. It's just these people are a bunch of morons because most people are a bunch of morons. And uh, when you put enough of them together and give any of them power, everything falls apart. And Inatech is the best cinematic example of that. Uh, we all work for Inatech in one form or another. So I am going to vote for Inatech. Mr. Block. Well, I put uh, the Iron Bank of Bravos on the list, and you know, Jason, look, look forward to it because it's really 
amazing within uh, that world how we see, gee, you know, even when you have dragons and ice zombies and all sorts of crazy things going on, at the end of the day, someone has to pay for that. Someone has to clothe and feed the troops, etc., etc., uh, and that's where the Iron Bank of Bravos uh, comes in. And, you know, when they finally portrayed it this uh, past season uh, in the TV show, we had Mycroft Holmes from the BBC Sherlock uh, as, as the head of the Iron Bank. And I just thought, yeah, that, 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 was, that was perfect. It's a perfect image of, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who's a bastard. Uh, it's who's going to pay the bills. So I go with the Iron Bank. It is all tied up. Comes down to you there, Chris. Which one is going to take the win? I wish it wasn't tied up because I'm 50-50 on this one. Um, uh, yep, yes, he's right. The, the Iron Bank is, is a, a great character in itself in the Game of Thrones universe um, in the fact that, it, you know, at some point, and it, we haven't come to that point in the books even yet, at some point, you know, the, the Iron Bank will have its due, and what hap- what is going to happen if somebody doesn't actually pay their bill is an intriguing thing for me to sort of hold my breath and wait for. But but Mike Mike hit the nail on the head. Inatech is a uh, evil in quotation marks company that everybody has worked for at some time in their life. And the fact that they're not evil, it's just that people make stupid decisions, and it's always the people at the bottom of the ladder that have to deal with the stupid decisions that are being made up further up. I mean, it happens on a, on a daily basis for everybody that I ever, ever speak to, you know, that they have to deal with that sort of lunacy in their day-to-day lives. So as, as an example of, of how, of how a real corporation works you know, in a fictional corporation, I, I think I would have to vote for Initech. Initech squeaking out the win. We are on to our next fight. It is Cyberdyne Terminator Systems versus Aperture Science, aka Half Life and Portal. It's from video games. Yeah, we we play video games, even though I've never played Half Life or uh, or Portal One or Two. I haven't played any of those games. I. I I just never did. I did watch the Terminator movies, though. And I will say, uh, actually, I don't think, I, I, actually, from what I know of Aperture, uh, they're, they're way more evil. But Mike has kind of swayed me on this. Not all corporations are evil. They just have a lot of stupid people running them. But some corporations are just evil. Uh, and Cyberdyne Systems isn't evil at all. As a matter of fact, they're actually trying to enhance humanity. They're trying to do good things. And it just goes wrong they go too far it's science gone awry uh whereas aperture science they're just testing things on people and doing horrible things to people and they don't really care uh so i'm gonna go with aperture science mike uh i'm gonna vote for cyberdyne systems um i actually uh i agree i think it's actually kind of a very interesting uh idea here that they're they're just trying to advance the world and ultimately it uh it it backfires on them. Um, but the main reason I'm voting for Cyberdyne Systems is because I actually fully welcome our future robot overlords, and Cyberdyne System is the uh, the way that this happens. So uh, good on them, Cyberdyne. A vote for Cyberdyne. Yussi? Well, 
I, I said before that thing about how sometimes the sequels and the remakes and the reboots take away from the original. Sometimes the original is so awesome, or the original two in this case, that nothing can take away from it. And that's how I feel about Cyberdyne, about Skynet. It's, it's just iconic, and it's got my vote. Another vote for Cyberdyne. Chris? Um, Aperture Science aren't necessarily evil either. They were attempting to improve humanity and stuff like that, but a couple of the wrong people got in the wrong positions in the company and ended up making a very, very big mess. Um, but I think I, 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 I like Aperture Science. I think that it's it's a good corporation for this list because it's uh it is although although it it's sing, single down to to one particular robot the entire company is the adversary in uh, at least in portal but there's something about cyberdyne systems that it it's it's a a fictional company that within the right company uh, within the right group of people you mention the name everybody knows what company it is that they made skynet that it brings around judgment day it's one of those things that that the name of the company is absolutely integrated into you know uh movie loving and geek society so it would be very difficult for me not to vote for it this time around so cyberdyne systems of over cyberdyne Jason? Uh, well, I'd just like to point out right now, uh, it, and it occurred to me as you guys were talking about Cyberdyne Systems, Cyberdyne Systems, along with Doc Brown and Marty's friendship, is the th- thing about time travel stories that causes my eyes to cross and imagine snakes eating themselves. Because... Did Cyberdyne Systems design the Terminator? Did they build Skynet? Or be, did the time-traveling robot give them the ability to design Terminators and Skynet? And it becomes an endless cycle. And I honestly, I have no way to answer that question. But after science, they fire the whole bullet. That's 35% more bullet. Per bullet. Aperture Science. A vote for Aperture Science, but Cyberdyne Systems is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is uh, Wayland. What is it? Utani? Is that how you say it, Mike? I think, yeah, Wayland Utani. Uh, versus Umbrella Corps, a.k.a. the Resident Evil Corporation. Um, I don't know anything about Resident Evil. I've never played the game. I've never seen the movies. Um, I absolutely love the Alien franchise, uh, at least before the Predators got involved, including I still like the third and fourth movie. Um, but in the end, Whalen yutani is just, it's not fundamentally any different than Cyberdyne or Terrell or OCP or any number of the companies on here that they're not really necessarily evil. They're just trying to make a buck. Um, they just don't really kind of understand what they're dealing with. Um, and I know nothing about Umbrella Corp, but that's the best fucking name for a company I've ever heard. So I'm voting for Umbrella Corp. Uh, vote for Umbrella. Yesy. You see, for for me, it's not about the evil, or at least not necessarily. 
So when I look at uh, these two, Umbrella, yes, definitely more evil, but so incompetent that it just – they can't – nothing they ever do goes right. Nothing ever goes according to plan. None of their security measures ever work. And you could say, well, that's the way it's supposed to be for the genre, which is more horror than sci-fi or comedy – but I just feel like, okay, so they managed to develop a lot of horrible things and then have no control over them. I, I don't really find it interesting. It's just a premise for a video game or a series of films that look uh, very much like uh, a video game. Wayland yutani is – it's another one of those iconic companies. You, ju- you just say that. You mention that. Or you don't even say it out loud. You like see it on a on a wall or you know, on someone's uh, tablet or whatever it might be. It's like, oh, now I know where we are. Now I know which universe we're in. We start thinking about uh, everything that comes uh, with uh, the Alien franchise. So Wayland Yutani, Chris. Uh, I'm I'm edging towards Wayland Yutani as well because um, Umbrella. Uh, d- I, I've played a, a, a bit of the Resident Evil series. I've seen the first movie, and it does. It just it seems like a, a company that everything spiraled out of their their control. Whereas I I, I always tend to think of of Wayland Yutani um, as being the, the the principal antagonist of the Alien franchise, because it's always Wayland Yutani's fault that people end up in contact with the Xenomorphs in the first place. Um, but add to the fact that the fact that you see in in the universe itself, you see that that Wayland Yutani make everything. They make the spaceships, they make the spacesuits, they make the cars, they make the drugs, they make everything in that universe. So I don't think you could get a more broad and wide ranging fictional corporation than a corporation that makes everything in a franchise. So I will go for Wayland Yutani. A uh, vote for Wayland Yutani, uh, Jason. Yeah, you, know, you got to give it to Umbrella Corp. They are dead ass, dead ass committed to starting the zombie apocalypse because that's that's the only way it actually operates in my in my head. They will spend millions upon millions of dollars to design cloning technology to help them market their their zombie virus. If I'm recalling one of the the movies correctly, I've seen like half of them, I think, and. Wayland Yutani, they're also pretty dead ass committed. I mean, you know that they send a they send one of their freighters containing a billion dollar of car, uh, billions of dollars of cargo out to study one of the aliens, and that gets blown up. They take billions of dollars loss. They you know they put a colony on that planet. Take I imagine take billions of dollars in losses and loss all for the chance to make something they're not even sure what out of the aliens so they're committed they just don't have very much foresight and that that kind of makes them both a push situation so uh i guess it comes down to what what have i enjoyed more and i've enjoyed way uh stuff with Waylon yutani in it a hell of a lot more than i've ever enjoyed any of the resident evil stuffs so Waylon yutani 
You know what's hilarious? You guys have been saying the exact same thing about both of these companies the whole entire time. Corporate oh. doublespeak. <laughs> because they are identical. Because Umbrella Corps is called Umbrella Corps because everything is made by Umbrella Corps. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Everything in the universe is made by them. They are overreaching. They both do stupid, stupid, stupid things. Uh, the reason I'm voting for Umbrella Corps, though, is because without Umbrella Corps, I don't get to see Mila Jovovich's vagina. So I'm going to go with Umbrella Corps. But, Waylon, I, I would change my vote <laughs> if I hadn't already voted for, uh, for Umbrella, Umbrella Corps. Corps. <laughs> yeah, I knew that would sway you, but you had already voted for Umbrella Corps. Waylon Utani is moving on. Y'all see, this one is yours. It is Acme from the Warner Brothers cartoon versus Stark Industries, Iron Man. Very simple. Stark Industries makes a jetpack, but won't sell it to me. Acme not only will sell it to me, but will deliver. They got my vote. A uh, vote for Acme, Chris. Uh, along the same uh, same lines as, as Yossi just said, I, I don't think I can go out and buy anything from Stark Industries, but if I want some exploding tennis balls, I know exactly what company to go for. Acme. A uh, vote for Acme, Jason. I've been saying it for years. Tony Stark is the biggest villain in Marvel Comics, period. And Stark Industries is perfect proof of that. They don't actually make anything for public consumption, but they make a lot of stuff that causes a lot of public destruction. Acme will at least let you buy their shit. Acme. A vote for Acme, you sons of bitches. God damn it, it's goddamn Stark Industries. He's a goddamn war profiteer. Uh, I'm... I am absolutely positive that the money that his father got, because now his father is a, a big thing in the universe, not necessarily in the uh, comic book universe, but definitely in the cinematic universe, and he's rich then. Well, and he's about in his, uh, well, I guess he's going to be in his 20s or 30s, but he's rich. And it, it's not like he made that money. That's family money, and that family money probably came from slavery. Uh, so I, I got to give it to Stark Industries. Plus, uh, he's really kind of evil in the comic books right now. What he did to San Francisco currently in the comic books, which is what is it? Superior Iron Man. Is that what it's called, Mike? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because it's a play on the whole Superior Spider-Man thing. Uh, uh, oh, he's the he's the friggin' devil. Oh, uh, I'm, so I'm evil. saying it since Civil War, and I'm so glad people are coming around to my point of view. They, they, <laughs> it made him so evil. He's like, oh no, we're we're using we've got an app where everybody looks pretty, and it's free. The first first first. First taste is free, and now it's $100 a month to stay pretty. It's like, oh, my God. I love you, Tony Stark. Uh, so I'm voting for Stark Industries. Uh, Mike? Uh, I'm going to vote for Acme. Uh, Stark Industries is a strange beast. Uh, there have been multiple Stark Industries over the years. First, Abadiah Stane took the company over, and Stark had to start a new one. Uh, then he lost the company again. He changed it to uh, like Stark Consulting and then Stark something else. Uh, basically, Stark Industries just sort of uh, bends in the wind to uh, to whatever is kind of the the current corporate culture or, or philosophy. Acme's been doing the same goddamn thing since forever, and will continue to give you dynamite, <coughs> jetpacks, paint that you can paint uh, holes or tunnels into the side of a mountain. Uh, whatever you need, Acme will give it to you. Uh, you know, maybe the the Coyote should have just bought a suit of Iron Man armor from Acme because they probably have it too, and, and Stark wouldn't let him have it. So Acme. I think 
I think he's worn the Iron Man armor before. I know, I know he's put on a Superman costume and a Batman costume. Uh, Acme is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Chris, this one is yours. It is the Blues Company. If you don't know who the Blues are, suck a dick. Versus <laughs> Engine. And if you don't know who they are, you can really suck a dick. Because, Chris, I know you know who Engine is. I know who both of these are. They're, there's always money in the banana stand, but there's more money in genetically designing and making dinosaurs. Dinosaurs! And it's one of those things, like, it's... Uh, the, 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 the exact Ian Malcolm quote doesn't pop straight into my head, but I'm sure someone will fire it at me shortly. But... The Bluth Company is uh, basically a construction company that has, you know, fingers in other pies and stuff like that. Uh, it's a great uh, thing for the the show to have for us, Arrested Development to have as a as a backdrop and stuff like this. The fact that it, you know they're they're always under investigation by the IRS for this, that, and the other. They <laughs> they built homes in Iraq, didn't they? At one point, he was being investigated for that. Yes, that's what they yes. did. Yes, yeah, they, they built a load of homes in Iraq and constructed stuff over there. But um, InGen is, is another one of these companies that, that blindly went into a, a project that they had no control over in what, whatsoever, spent all of Hammond's money doing so, and at the end, everybody gets eaten. So I cannot vote for anybody other than InGen. A uh, vote for engine, uh, Jason. Did you die, Jason? Did a dinosaur eat you? Sorry, I must have accidentally hit mute on my microphone as well as on Skype. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> That's all. The thing about the thing about Bluth is that the most evil thing they ever did was a little bit of light treason, and engine has more than likely indirectly caused the end of the human race because eventually those dinosaurs are going to get loose out of the park and they're just going to eat everything. That's in the fact that Jurassic Park two wasn't a courtroom drama where all the people who were on the Island and made it off weren't suing the pants off of John Hammond is infuriating. I can take a company that builds some McMansions in Iraq and, you know, sells frozen chocolate-covered bananas. You know, they're idiots. It, but InGen, I think, is actually evil. Because they created dinosaurs. And that's friggin' evil. Bluth Company. A uh, vote for Bluth Company. You know, it's funny. I was, uh, I don't know, I was... I ate a brownie and I was watching YouTube videos, so I don't know where this came from, but somebody makes mention of the fact that Hammond in the movie, not necessarily in the book, because I don't remember in the book, he says, we spared no expense, but then they only have one IT guy writing millions and millions of lines of code, and that one IT guy is the reason why all the dinosaurs get out and all that good stuff. But, um... And that's actually a perfect example of a corporation. We spared no expense... And we also didn't really spin anything either. We we actually spent the bare minimum, and we, we spared no expense of spending the bare minimum, and we got the quality of work we were expecting. 
or we got less than the quality of work we were expecting. We wanted double the quality of work, which is a, a, a thing that corporations do all the time. They don't give you enough money or know-how or, or the, the resources to do the job correctly, and then they will get upset with you when the things go awry. And I guess nobody really got upset with Engine because uh, almost everybody was dead. So I'm going to go with Engine, Mike. Steve Holt. That was the vote for the Blues Company. It is all tied up. Comes down to you there, Yessi. Which one takes the win? Well, Damon, you were so upset. We didn't have a war profiteer. The Bluth Company is war profiteers. That's what do you think they're doing in Iraq during wartime? That's making profit off of war. And that's why I have to go with them. No question. I'm sorry, but I never got on the Jurassic Park train. It was just too too incompetent uh, on, on the part of InGen. I'm going with Bluth. Oh, it sucks, because I, I was so happy I was going to get ready to talk about uh, Terminator 16 in the next round, and I was hoping to talk about Jurassic Park 4, where no, they built a park, and everything's fine there, and then things go awry. So, uh, but, of course, Blue's Company makes it through to the next round. We're on to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It is the Springfield Slant Drilling Company versus Cramerica Industries. It is so strangely fitting that these two are facing off because the dumbest oil drilling idea I've ever seen in my life versus the dumbest oil spill prevention tech I've ever seen in my life. Uh, You know, I'm not real sure... I mean, Cramerica, they're small time, and Mr. Burns is committed to corporate evil, but, no, I mean, all Kramer has is, is an intern and, and a, basically a, a, a red rubber dodgeball. Uh, Mr. Burns, even after the slant drilling, went... Nowhere still has his nuclear power plant. So, uh, Springfield slant drilling. A vote for Springfield slant drilling. I am going to go with Cramericor or Cramerica Industries uh, because most corporations have an idiot all the way at the top. An idiot with a golden parachute, but an idiot all the way at the top. And uh, Kramer fits the bill there. So, I'm going to go with uh, Cramerica. Mike? Uh, I'm also going to go with Cramerica for a couple of reasons. Uh, reason number one, it actually has America in the name. So uh, that's awesome in and of itself. Uh, the second reason is uh, it, it is basically one guy and an intern. And uh, as I mentioned b- before we actually started the formal show, I uh, myself uh, am a corporation. I do have a corporation that uh, that I, I don't really do a whole lot with at the moment. Um, but uh, at one point, I actually did kind of have some ideas, but they would have required a lot of effort and a lot of work that I just did not have the time or the motivation to do. And I actually did wonder if I could possibly just get an intern and uh, pay him in in credit to do all the bullshit stuff that uh, I didn't want to do. Uh, it's actually a great idea. I don't know if it would work. Uh, and I did get the idea from Cramerica Industries. Uh, although part of me wonders why we didn't put Vandalay Industries on here. But uh, either way, I'm voting for Cramerica. Yeah, it, it was almost on here. If I had seen, uh, what's his name? Somebody put it on Facebook. Let me, I'm going to look right now during the middle of the show. I'm going to go on Facebook. Josh Perigo. 
is the one said Vandalay Industries. It's the best because it's a fictional company that was actually non-existent because George made it up. Uh, so yeah, I I, I would have put that on there, but oops, too late. Yassi. Well, I would have voted for Vandalay because that's that's a brilliant point. It's actually two levels of fiction. It's fictional within the fictional universe. Uh, I actually put uh, Springfield Slant Drilling Company on because I couldn't find, and maybe there's a, you know someone who's a bigger Simpsons expert than me out there uh, who can who can tell us, but I, I don't know if there is a parent company or if it's ever been mentioned on the show. You know everything that Montgomery C Montgomery Burns does is it you know all you know it's not just the nuclear power plant we know that it's casinos two different prisons all sorts of endeavors and enterprises so presumably there's some sort of parent company but this really this was from who shot mr burns this is the the epitome of that dedication to capitalism at at all costs so even though i could probably use a man's ear i'm still gonna go with springfield slant drilling company uh vote for springfield slant it's all tied up coming down to you christopher I uh, I don't watch Seinfeld, so I have no idea what Chromerica is, but it has got America in it, so I don't think I'm going to be able to vote for it. Ho, ho, ho. I think that uh, it's actually called the Burns Slant Drilling Company, and that's that's the there is no parent company as far as I can remember. He just calls everything Burns, the Burns Casino and the Burns Slant Drilling Company, and it's a perfect example of... Uh, like like Yossi said, capitalism just gone haywire, and if you have enough money and enough power, you will do the most ridiculous things to try and get more of both. So for that reason, I will vote for the Burns or Springfield Slime Drilling Company. Well, that one's moving on. We're on to our next fight. It is... <clears throat> Excuse me. Star Labs versus Globex Corporation. I completely forget what Globex Corporation is. I knew it for a second. What is it? Somebody tell me. Quick. I just looked it's it It's also up. Simpsons. Yeah. It's Hank Scorpio. Oh, Hank Scorpio. Oh, shit. That's right. That was a really good corporation. Except for they wanted to take over the world, but so does every other corporation. I mean, not completely, just enough to make all the money. Um... But Star Labs, Star Labs is another science gone awry. I, I've noticed that most of the corporations that we have put on here, the fictional ones, are either science gone awry or trying to get a whole bunch of money. Um, and these are both science gone awry, even though they do good things. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Star Labs because Star Labs Star Labs tries to do good things. Things go bad sometimes. They have accidents, but they 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 are well meaning people. So I'm going to go with Star Labs. Sorry, sorry Mr. Scorpio. Uh, Mike? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Globex. I'm not really sure why. Uh, of all of the comic book corporations, Star Labs was one of my least favorite. Uh, while I do like it on the Flash uh, TV show, um, you know, it's for me, it, the, the comics are really the, the, uh, the primary expression of it. Um, I didn't know. I mean, I remember the Globex episode. I didn't remember the name until we just looked it up. Uh, it turns out there actually is a, a real Globex corporation too, which is kind of creepy. Um, but I'm above for Globex. Yessie. 
Yeah, well, I, I found the same thing when, you know, I looked up Globex because I, I didn't remember it either. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there, there, really, there really is at least one, one corporation by that name. The reason I really like Star Labs, though, is that it's – I was thinking about this, and then I actually looked it up, and it turns out that that was the official idea about Star Labs. We have so many research facilities in the comics world you know, whichever universe it is, and they're either run by the government or run by some sort of superpowered being, superhero, supervillain, you know, it might, many of them are on the list, you know, you got your Oscorp and your Lexcorp and Wayne Tech, and uh, I think that's what it was in the comics at one point, at least, and uh, Stark Industries, but Star Labs, it's, it's just scientists. Now, granted, Half the time they're endangering the world and the rest of the time they're trying to save it from putting it in danger in the first place. But I just like this idea that, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're not owned by any crazy billionaire who dresses up in a costume. Uh, they're not owned by any shadowy government acronym organization. They're, they're just scientists and developing crazy technology. And not only that. But when we finally saw their CEO in 1987, he was a brother, which was pretty rare then. So, you know, kudos for that as well. Star Labs. He was Jewish? <laughs> no. I'm joking. I mean, maybe. He oh, was black. I, he could have been I, Jewish, too. I, I, it, was, it was a joke. You said a brother. and You're, you're, you're <laughs> a rabbi, sir. Anyway, uh, Chris. I uh, I was uh, another one who had to look up what Globex was when it first went uh, on the list, unless I put it on the list, and then I looked at it before I put it on the list. But um, it's a place I want to work. It's a corporation that I would actually want to go and work for because you know they've free dental care and a stock plan, and they've built a lovely town for all the employees to live in, and they take care of you. I mean, the guy at the top of it is a maniacal, you know. Uh, power-hungry maniac, but what leader of a global corporation isn't? And the fact that they, uh, the, the plan is during the episode that they want to take over the east coast of America, and they managed to do it. So imagine how much your stock options would have gone up had you been a, you know, an employee at the company having taken over the east coast of America. It seems like a wonderful place to work for. So for that reason, I will vote for Globex. Oh, vote for Globex. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Jason. Which one takes the win? I really like the Scorpio episode. Uh, I really, really do. I had to look it up, too, uh, just for the record. Uh, you know, Star Labs is really interesting. Yeah, I've, already, I've always saw them as kind of benign in the DC Comics universe. It's only very recently that they've kind of you know, fallen into some of the scientific cor- research corporation sinister trappings that uh, fiction has now. Uh, what's it going to come down to? I mean, Hank Scorpio's biggest present to a one of his employees was the Denver Broncos. Uh, Star Labs invented the Speed Force, so... I'm going to go with Star Labs. They invented the Speed Force. And without that, you know, you wouldn't have time travel or the debate over which Flash is best. And 
I'm changing my vote. Chris, you totally swayed me. I completely forgot how great a corporation it was to work for. To be just a, a low guy, not like a guy who had to go and shoot people, just the guy that was like pressing the buttons. Like, I could press the buttons. I totally do that job. They put you up. Yeah, I'm changing my vote. I'm, I'm changing the Globex. Globex is moving on. We are on to our Wait, next Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But uh, as the editor here, I just have to note I believe Chris Mitchell called uh, Hank Scorpio a maniacal maniac. Yeah. Okay. What, yeah, what's, what's <laughs> I, I can I can I can use the same word twice if I want to. Yeah. Well, it is your language, so it is. Yeah, it is my language. So suck it. Is it kind of like <laughs> one of those Shakespearean double negatives where they're actually using it? He's using it for emphasis. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly <laughs> that. That's exactly what I was going for. Exactly and precisely. Anyway, we're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Monsters, Inc., or Monsters, Incorporated, from Monsters, Incorporated, versus Verticon Industries, a.k.a. Dr. Evil's Corporation. Uh, I'm going to vote for uh, Verticon Industries. Uh, unlike uh, many of the uh, the geeks out there, I- I'm not I'm not a huge Pixar fan. Uh, you know, I liked, uh, I liked the movies. Uh, I don't quite get, you know, because, again, I had no childhood. I have no soul, all that stuff. Um, and uh, Verticon uh, actually owns Starbucks, which uh, is definitely an evil corporation. So, Verticon. Yussi. Well, this was a hard one for me because we just saw Dr. Evil on uh, SNL last month. And that that was a surprise, but uh, ultimately, I've got two young kids. If scaring them will hush them up, then that that's good for me. So I need some Monsters Inc. Christopher, um, it's it's a, a tricky one because they're so disparate. Uh, Monsters Inc. is uh, another one, if you were going to be buying stocks in a company, then the company that supplies all the power to the entire monster world would probably be a good one to go for. And I don't think that Verticon has the same sort of draw to me as Globex does, because we see henchmen getting, you know, off left, right, and center. But Mike does make a good point in that we, we, we know that Verticon owns Starbucks and probably quite a few other things as well, so to be a member of the boardroom, perhaps unless you get dropped into a fire pit and die, it'd probably be quite a good idea. So it, it's it's a toss up for me. Um, I think I will go for for the monsters because I like Sully and he's cuddly. A uh, vote for monsters, Jason. Um, this is kind of weird because Mike basically said what I was going to say almost to the word. Uh, I've, I've never seen Monsters, Inc. I think the only Pixar movie I've ever seen was Incredibles. Uh, I mean, if you don't count Rathcon, which is technically the first one. But, uh, I mean, VirtuCon is kind of a cool example of a evil corporation that tried to go good and got sidetracked by their old idiot boss coming back from hyper sleep. Uh, I'm going to go with VirtuCon. Cause that, that, that's a, uh, 
you know, they tried to they tried to go benign. It didn't take. It is all tied up. It comes down to me. And the thing that I think people forgot about about Monsters Inc. They 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 were scaring children for power because it's and and not like power but electrical power that, that was the energy that their universe ran on was was children's fears. But at the end of the first movie, because there are two, they find out that laughter and joy is way, way better. So doing the good thing, it gives you way more power. And uh, I wish more corporations would realize that. Doing the good thing actually can get you way more power. So you can do a lot more evil down the line. I mean, if you want to, but... Uh, I'm I'm going to go with Monsters Incorporated because they they learned that doing the wrong thing for the right reasons might be the right thing to do for the wrong reasons. Yeah, that made no sense. I've been up that for made no sense. I've been up for 20 hours now, so you guys can suck my dick. And uh, Monsters Inc is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Yeah, see this one is yours. It is the uh, Denari Free Mercenary Fleet versus Marvel Comics. I do not know what the Denari Mercenaries are. Well, that's why I'm glad I have the opportunity to explain. This is from a book, the Miles Vorkosigan saga. Uh, so basically, Miles Vorkosigan is a mashup of Mr. Glass from Unbreakable and Captain Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly. Uh, he's got this um, you know, brittle bone condition, not quite as bad as the other example, but basically... He uh, he washes out of his uh, universe's equivalent of Starfleet, and he decides, well, I'm going to – I'm not going to give up. I'm going to create my own uh, mercenary fleet, and uh, he basically collects alcoholics and criminals, puts together this, uh, this ragtag group, and starts taking defense contracts, and um, – you could probably guess this from the fact that there are like 19 other books and it's still ongoing, but he does not get killed over the course of this novel. And in fact, he becomes uh, – the, the government comes to him and says, uh, we want to hire you as contractors. So that works on a military level, on a uh, capitalistic level, uh, and I, I appreciate the meta-ness of Marvel comics within the Marvel universe – but I'm still going to go with the Dendari Free Mercenary Fleet. <laughs> uh, Chris? I, I listened to everything he had to say, and I'm still going to vote for Marvel Comics, even though it confuses the fuck out of me. Jason? I love the idea of the Marvel Comics and the Marvel Comics 616 publishing things like Fantastic Four Comics. I get the feeling, well... Maybe not the Fantastic Four because I could see John, Johnny easily selling likeness rights. I'm willing to bet that a lot of Marvel comics are being – are exploitative. So it kind of makes Marvel even more evil than they actually are in the real world. So Marvel comics. Uh, Marvel Comics is not evil in the real world. Marvel Comics is the greatest comic book company on the face of the earth. You, you, you don't believe me? One of their movies is nominated for a goddamn Academy Award for Best Picture. That's right. Big Hero 6, fuckers. 
They didn't put the Marvel tag on it, but it's a goddamn Marvel movie. Even Stan Lee makes a goddamn cameo in that goddamn movie, which I think is hilarious every time I see it. And I watched a little girl cry because of because of Big Hero Six and because of Marvel Comics, the greatest comic book company in the goddamn world. Mike, uh, yeah, I will also vote for uh, the fictional Marvel Comics. Uh, it is a comic book company in the Marvel Universe that publishes uh, officially licensed True Adventures of the Fantastic Four. Uh, they they did uh, purchase the license from Fantastic Four Incorporated, which is not on this list. Uh, and uh, and they tell uh, the true stories of the Fantastic Four. Among fictional stories, they have a comic book uh, about Spider-Man, where Spider-Man is evil, because uh, in the Marvel Universe, many people believe Spider-Man to be evil. Uh, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and the artists of Marvel have appeared in, in many comics over the years. Uh, the Impossible Man once trashed their offices, demanding that he be given uh, a comic book based on his adventures. Uh, and it really is just kind of an interesting uh, thing. The, the DC un- DC Comics appears in the DC Universe uh, in many times as well, but I just never think it was as well expressed as uh, as Marvel was and uh, as well integrated into uh, the, the comic book universe. So I'm going to vote for the fictional Marvel Comics. Marvel Comics is moving on. Sorry, Yossi. We're on to our next fight. Uh, Chris, this one is yours. It is Parker Industries, a.k.a. Peter Parker Industries, because it's Peter Parker's company. Uh, technically, it's it's Dr. Octopus's company because he started it, but he was inside of Peter Parker's body, and that's too much information. Versus Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> yeah, that's too much information. Uh, uh, what's Dunder Mifflin? <laughs> I knew exactly when I did that. I was like, I knew exactly that was going to happen. It's from the American office. Ah, right. Okay. That makes sense. Um, uh, I don't know either one of these. Can you come back to me at the end? No. And it's the okay. same company okay. as was, was in the British office, basically. Oh, it's a, it's a paper company, is it? Yes. With terrible, terrible corporate yes, it, middle it's, managers it's and Wernham stuff like Hog. that. Yeah, it's the same yeah. company. Okay. Um, that's a terrible company. Uh, so I'll go for uh, Parker Industries. A uh, vote for Parker Industries, Chris. No, sorry, Jason. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know too much about Dunder Dunder Mifflin other than they don't seem to be run terribly well. But ever since Peter Parker got his body back, Parker Industries doesn't seem to be running too too well. I, I kind of get the feeling he's about to have his company taken out from underneath him. But for the uh, inevitable status quo reset that'll happen as soon as Dan Slott changes his whim or decides to leave or decides he likes writing Silver Surfer better. So I'll go with Parker Industries this once. Uh, You know, I really, 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 really like Parker Industries. I mean, it's one of my favorite things that Dan Slott has done, especially because my favorite part about Spider-Man, reading Spider-Man now, because I've read Spider-Man for 
oh my god, I've read Spider Man for twenty five years. But reading Spider Man for twenty five years is you watch Spider Man go up, and he he's been on an upswing for a little while now, and then you watch him fall down. But it's not the fall so much as much as the fact that he always picks himself up right at the, right when he's at his lowest fucking point. He picks himself up, and I love that about Spider Man. And and you see it, you see it coming. It's being telegraphed, and you know Dan Slott has already written the story of how he loses that company. Um, I want to vote for it, but I also want to vote for Dunder Mifflin. I'm going to vote for Dunder Mifflin for now, tentatively. If you two, fu- if the next two fuckers vote for uh, Dunder Mifflin, I'm voting back with Parker. I'm maybe unless you give really good Dunder Mifflin because I really do like Dunder Mifflin too. Uh, so I'm going to go with Dunder Mifflin for now, but I am going to flop, no doubt. Mike, uh, you know I feel the exact same way as you do. I love uh, Dunder Mifflin just because I really. Uh, we, we don't know a lot about the company itself. Um, we know some of the, the fools who are employed by it, uh, and, uh, are in various middle man- management positions. Uh, you know, it went through some bad times and some buyouts and all those lovely things that happen to corporations, uh, especially ones who are in dying industries like a paper industry as, as things become more and more digital. But, uh, like you said, Parker Industries is the, uh, is the latest iteration of, uh, Peter's life goes right and then it goes wrong. Uh, he gets what he wants and then he loses it. Um, which is just so essential to, uh, to Spider-Man. So, uh, which one did you want for Damon? I went with Dun- Dunder Mifflin for now. Okay. I will vote for Peter Parker just so that we basically cancel out, um, because we both have the same, uh, same problem here. Um, and let's just let someone else decide because this is too tough. Uh, there's no deciding it right now. Parker Industries has the win, unless Yussi has a really good thing for Dunder Mifflin. Um. Well, thanks to Dunder Mifflin, we got Rashida Jones, who's black and Jewish and perfect. And well, that's why you. I, I. I can't. I want to. I love it. I. I. I enjoy. Okay, not so much the British office. I, I tried. I didn't get it. But I love the American office. Then there was actually an Israeli office, believe it or not, in Hebrew. It's, it's uh, also pretty good. But Peter Parker Industries, it's like, you know, what would those supervillains do if they weren't constantly fighting the, the hero? Wow, cure paralysis and stuff like that. Um, so as the morally indefensible choice, I will vote for Dunder Mifflin. Uh, I'm going to change my vote. To Dunder Mifflin? Yes. Well, then I'm going to change my vote to Parker Industries. I'll change my vote to Dunder Mifflin. You son of a bitch. You, oh, I already wrote down Parker Industries. I hate you people. I hate all of you. Uh, it's hurt so bad, but it's just like Spider-Man. I gotta pick myself back up. Dunder Mifflin is moving on into the next Parker round. Parker Industries is your Parker Industries. It is. It hurts. Actually, that was earlier when you guys put out uh, Stark Industries. I'll get over it. I'll get over it. Uh, um, Dunder Mifflin moving on. Jason, this next fight is yours. Uh, it's Planet Express versus Bye Tiger Stack Up. Uh, most people know 
uh, Planet Express from Futurama. Uh, it's the company that all the main characters work for. Uh, BuyTigers.com has been declared one of the great all-time internet hoaxes. Uh, when I was looking up fake companies to to get the list because uh, most of my initial picks were taken by the time I started writing up. I, I learned about BuyTigers.com. Uh, started by a, an Italian webmaster and search engine professional. Uh, he basically put it up there as a lark and as it gained attention, he gained a lot of heat from both uh, he gained the, a lot of heat and scorn from PETA, who petitioned the Indian government and the Italian government uh, to try and get the company shut down. And then he had to reveal uh, at that point that it was just a hoax. He just had a website. He was just dicking around. And anything that tweaks the nose of PETA that much is entertaining to me. So I'm voting buytigers.com. Buytigers.com gets a vote. Um, uh, hoaxes are always fun. Uh, but yeah, I got to go with Planet Express because it's Planet Express and I'm not going to say any more than that. Mike? Uh, I will vote for buytigers.com. Um, I love Planet Express and certainly the possibility of Planet Express versus MomCorp in a final round uh, is intriguing. Um, I don't know that Planet Express can make it the whole way. And uh, so far, all of Matt Groening's creations have moved on here. There's a bit of an overrepresentation of of, uh, of that on this list, uh, and I actually do kind of like the idea of you know this is a fictional corporation that's not from a work of fiction, but it's from the real world, which is oddly inversely meta, which I like. Yesy, this ah. Uh. This is a tough one, but ultimately, I have to look at how much of my life is spent on social media arguing with people about fake news stories and fake websites and, you know, just general fiction, which actually impacts the real world. I'm going with buytigers.com. Chris? I uh, I think that Planet Express is a, is a one of those corporations which uh, enriches the future of the world, just like just like MomCorp does. But the 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 tale of buytigers.com dot com is is pretty is pretty awesome. And um, like Mike said, to have a a fictional um, corporation that is purely fictional complete you know made up in a guy's head just to put on a website that actually impacts people in the real world and you know causes some sort of effect um is is very very funny so i will go for buytigers.com and i will go and try and buy a tiger right now i'll let you know how i get on See what's funny is if you do actually put in buytigers dot com, not not the word dot com, but dot com, it's actually for tigers tickets, like the Detroit Tigers. So I was like, why did he put this on here? It didn't make any sense to me. Uh yeah, buytigers.com. Moving on. Last fight of the first round. It's me, Mario. It is Sirius Cybernetics Corporation, which is a corporation that is inside the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide Galaxy Universe book thing versus Wayne Industries Batman's company and uh they 
do a horrible job of the counting as as the the one part of Dark Knight uh, Rises that Mike really really liked and disliked at the same time. I, I'll let him talk about it. I don't remember if he liked it or disliked it. I know it it had an effect. The fact that you can just figure out who Batman is by doing like accounting. I I, I love that. Well, that was uh, the Dark Knight, not the Dark Knight. Is that, Crisis. Yeah. not? Oh yeah, it is Dark Knight because then uh yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter which one it happens. It happens in it. Uh, but I like all the equipment and incompetent stuff in the Hitchhiker's Guide. Um, but I, I think I'm still going to go with Wayne Industries because I put it on the list. Mike? Yeah, this is a tough one. I, I will also go with Wayne Industries. Um, I really love the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that is one of the, one of, that's really my problem with this, the premise of, you know, you could be Batman. Uh, the Dark Knight shows you why you couldn't actually be Batman. Because the amount of money that it costs to be Batman uh, is far too easily traceable and all of that sort of stuff. Um, but I'm going to vote for Wayne Industries. Uh, it is or Wayne Enterprises, uh, sometimes it's called. Uh, it is Batman's company. Uh, it, it, it's a good foil for LexCorp. Uh, the possibility of the meeting in the end, which I'm sure isn't going to happen, uh, is interesting. Um, and uh, and also because uh, I, uh, I occasionally record a... a Batman podcast with a couple of the other people on this panel. So Wayne, uh, isn't wait? Yussi is the only one on this panel that isn't on that podcast. Uh, Yussi, I vote for Sirius Black. That's close enough. Is it? Yeah, it's not Sirius Black. It's God damn it, uh, Chris. Uh, I I should and probably may vote for for uh for wayne but i i there's something about serious cybernetics corporation when you de- when you delve into the books into the radio show and into everything like that they they are a huge multi galaxy corporation that sells crap to people that are stupid enough to buy it um things like the genuine people personality chip that that marvin's got that that, that he he has he's been given a genuine personality, but it's a terrible one. He's got an awful personality. He's generally a, a horrible person to be around, just depressed. There, there's um, other things like the the doors. They give uh, people personalities to doors, so they're incredibly happy when they open. That just the fact that you know they 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 actually make shit and sell it to people and have made a, a, an incredible amount of money from doing so. I think that 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 tips them over the top as far as I'm concerned because someone probably be able to explain to me, where does Wayne actually get all of his money from? What do they make and sell to people? Or do they just buy and sell stocks and stuff like that? I believe they are war profiteers? Yeah, that's what I I, I was guessing as much. But I believe it's World War I profiteering. Hmm? Uh, I don't think that's true. Yeah, I don't think so either, because uh, they are rich in the 18-whatevers. Maybe it was the Civil War they wore profiteered off of. Anyway. But anyway, I'm going to vote for a serious cybernetics corporation share and enjoy. It is all tied up. Comes down to you there, Jason. Which one is moving on into the next round? I, I love the play on words of serious cybernetics, because if you stop and think about it, nothing about a company that makes uh, the... What is it? Neutromatic drink dispenser? Or the things that Chris is 
described is serious. Nothing about it. Uh, Wayne Enterprises, I mean, by the time Batman Year One starts, usually Wayne Enterprises employs four out of every ten people who are legally employed in Gotham City. Uh, You can't count the hundreds of thousands of people who work for the two mafias that operate it, the uh, in Gotham City. So I will vote for Wayne Enterprises. Wayne Industries is moving on. Chris is no longer Batman. Uh, that's the end of the first round. We will be right back unless Mike just keeps playing, but it's break time, so people got to pee and stuff. I might take a nap. It's break time. Go stick your head in a pig. I don't see that I'll help. What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> it's uh on the the planet where Sirius Cybernetics have their base. They they had a big sign up that that said something like Sirius Cybernetics Corporation, but half of the letters didn't work, so it actually spells out "Go stick your head in a pig." <laughs> uh. If it had won, you'd have a great song to lead out with, Mike. Too late now. Yeah. What, so long, thanks for all the fish? No, no. What's their song? I'll find it for you. Because you know, Mike, the second he stopped talking, he walked away. He was gone, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, he is peeing right now. Uh, Maybe masturbating. Speaking of which, I'm going to look at porn right now. Good luck. No, look at this instead. No, I'm I'm looking at porn. No, 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 look at this. Look at this. Oh, my God. No, I wasn't looking at that. It was the porn I was looking at. It was kind of disturbing. Oh, it's Google UK. Jesus Christ. Oh, it'll work. Ugh. Ugh. It says the song begins... Ugh. 150... Yeah, just click to 154. Everybody's peeing. Not me, I'm done. Everybody's not peeing. Its song was Ghost. It says its slogan is Go Stick Your Go Head, stick in, your a head in a Pig. Yeah. Lied to me. No, that, that's where it came from. You lied to me. I hate you now, Christopher Mitchell. Good. I'm glad. I hate you so much. Uh, the, the, Amelia's watching E.T. right now as we speak, so if you hear screaming... Wait, for the first time? Cause, yes, because E.T.'s nearly dead. Okay, that's fine. That movie did, is horrifying. Did, did, she, did she jump at the, the same part that I did? That started I life? I don't know. I, I haven't been in the same room. I've been here recording with it's you. It's break time. Go ask. Oh, okay. What what bit is it? In it's, the cornfields? It's the cornfields, yeah. Okay, I'll ask. I'm pretty sure that was my first movie ever in a theater. High five, it's same with me. <laughs> Worst movie to take a four-year-old to. Well, actually, it was three, but yeah. No, it's four. Reasonably sure Wrath of Khan was the first movie I ever, I ever saw in a theater. No. 
Yeah, because it was my fifth birthday. Oh, okay. But yeah, no. The worst movie to take a kid to, the worst, is E.T. You would think it wouldn't be. But E.T. is a freaky looking thing. And I'm not talking like an, an eight-year-old should be able to handle E.T. No problem. But a five, uh, I was four. I was four. You can't handle E.T. when you I know. think E.T. is real. God, no. Oh, uh, yeah. she, she cried like hell when uh, he died and when he went home. But other than that, she was fine. Oh, okay. Well, but probably because I told her about the cornfield. I told her she knew about the cornfield. Yeah. Wait, but I'm were back. the feds holding uh, walkie-talkies or guns? Uh, guns. Yeah. I yeah. Think they, they put the, I think they put it all back. They did I, put it all back, yeah. He took a lot of heat for that. Yeah, yeah I think the Blu-ray is back to guns, and he even admitted that uh, he thought that was a mistake to do that in the first place. Did they, is terrorists still in it, though? Because that was the other thing they took out was you little you guys you're a little terrorist. I believe uh, that's still back in. Okay, back in. Yeah, like I I don't understand why they keep and I do understand it because it's one of the one of the things about uh, artistic creations you you don't ever you don't ever stop you just move on to something else is is what they say right isn't it's something like that it's you can always go back and change it you you don't really stop. So I understand why they want to go back, but why do they go back? Well, hell, what Kubrick was editing Shining until he keeled over, right? Isn't that the story? Shining. Yeah, Kubrick. Kubrick was Eyes re-editing. Eyes wide shut. Yeah. Okay. No, I. Oh, the they, Shining. Yeah, that's what, apparently what Tom Cruise said in an interview. That it was like, well, then it's Eyes Wide Shut. The yeah. Shining. The Shining is but, like twenty years ahead of that. I know, but he's the, he was saying that Kubrick oh. spent all his spare time editing The Shining oh, until he died. <laughs> well, we've he, never seen that, have we? Yeah, he was just absolutely obsessed with getting uh, what he felt was a perfect cutout of it, the way I understand it. Okay, so so during Eyes Wide Shut, he was still cutting The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of, kind of explains Eyes Wide Shut then, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, no, nothing explains that weird, <laughs> weird movie. Although, yeah, you, well, no, if he if he was working on a completely different movie at the same time, it, well, it's just when you just put Cruz and Kidman in a room and say, "Do stuff." I, I, I am happy that movie was made because you got to see Nicole Kidman naked, pretty much in her prime. So, yeah. I'm fine with that, and not just like occasional boob flashes. Like she was really naked in that movie, so. Kudos, Kubrick. Kudos. Not this Halle Berry when she's just past her prime and she shows her boobs a couple times. Not that crap. <laughs> I've still never seen Monsters Ball. Is that the one, Monsters Ball, where she's, yeah. Yep. Yeah, where she and Billy Bob have it just, it, that sex scene is pretty fucking intense. <laughs> and it's also the only 30 seconds of Swordfish worth watching. Uh, no, all of Swordfish is worth watching. But... Only because it's hilarious. Literally, the only way Swordfish would have been any better is if they had had Nicolas Cage in there to have uh, just a total freak out. But yeah. it, that movie is just fantastic because everyone, everyone has just got a big old mouthful full of scenery the whole time. <laughs> it's just awesome. <laughs> I have to wonder if every anyone ever mixed up Monsters Ball and Monsters Inc. Because that would be amazing. That would not be good. Uh, I, work, 
I worked in a video store in the mid nineties. I can totally see that mistake happening. That I mean, shit. That's the whole reason Asylum Films exists is to count on right. people making mistakes like that. You don't have to say in the mid nineties because, like, I, if people I, say I worked in a video store, yeah, it was yeah. it was in the nineties. Well, so in the, in the, mid, in the was, mid-90s makes it relevant, doesn't it? Because if you worked yeah. after that, you, would, you didn't work in a video store. You sat there. Well, shit, this was so long ago. It's when we thought that uh, DirecTV was going to put a home video out of business. It turned out to be Netflix quite a bit later. But Oh, DirecTV. But uh, are we back, Mike? We're back, right? I'm back. You're back? Mike is back. He came back from peeing and now his mouth is full. And we're back doing what we do every week. Coming at you with Jared for me trademark geek cred. Yes, I did just pull that right out of my ass. I did not remember that until two seconds before I started saying it. <laughs> uh, we get to meet the panel. And uh, for those of you who have not listened in uh, a very long time, you haven't heard these people in a very long time, uh, Yossi Block, who are you? What do you do? Uh, well, I live in Israel in the greater Jerusalem area. I edit and translate professionally. And I'm now going to recite the geek cred that I was supposed to do on that best Star Trek character episode where I was so drunk I spilled my drink on the computer and disappeared halfway through. But I was I was the first of two on that episode. I, I just want to mention that. Um, my first date ever was taking one of my mother's friends to watch Star Trek Generations. So that's pretty geeky. That's weird. I thought I thought you were going to uh, say geek cred in Hebrew, but all right, whatever. Uh, maybe at the end of the show. That'll be awesome. I would ask Chris Mitchell who he is and what is he does, but I don't care because I met him in person. And it was one of the greatest two days of my life, and it was only two weeks ago. Christopher Mitchell, who are you? What is your geek cred? I am the Lizard Queen. <laughs> all right. And Jason uh, Cornelius Thompson. I'm just putting Cornelius in there because Cornelius is a badass fucking name. And nobody can steal it from me because my uncle's name is, well, his middle name is Cornelius. But it's a, it's a family name. And somebody in my family after this generation is going to be named Cornelius. Uh, sorry, uh, Jason. What's your geek read? Cornelius. <laughs> uh uh, actually, my geek cred has changed since the last time we all met. I, I am now a destroyer of websites. Uh, I signed on to a website called DCU sometime last year, and after writing one article, the whole website shut down permanently. <laughs> I, I read the article. There's, there's, there's a good reason to shut the website down. That's a, that's a pretty good geek cred there. Uh, you know, there's a few websites I'd like you to write for then. <laughs> so uh, write a list, write a list, and I'll get to it. Uh, it's been a while for us, too. Uh, Mike Ortiz, what is your geek cred? Because we, we really haven't done this in a really long time. Uh, my geek cred is that uh, for uh, 175 uh, weeks, 
uh, I put out a podcast called Geek Fights. Uh, I also do a Batman podcast. Well, did a Batman. No, we do a Batman podcast. I did a weekly video show um, and other stuff like that. Week and Geek is finally over? Yeah, we did our last official episode. Uh, I don't think it's posted yet, but we recorded it like a week ago or so. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> and I'm Damon. And I did this show, 175 episodes, 175 weeks in a row. Uh, it's actually lo- more weeks in a row than that when you actually add in all the bonus content that we actually did. We did a lot. We did more than 175 episodes, but it was 175. Maybe 176 weeks because at first we didn't quite oh, hit the weekly. But uh, no, no, because remember, there was one episode a week all the way until the end of 2000. Oh, yeah, that's true. We went all the way to the end of the year. Yeah, even though we didn't do, do geek fights, we did all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, and it's all in our feed. And you can talk to us on Facebook. There is no longer a website. <laughs> oh, there's a website. Yeah, but it's. I'm not going to say the whole fucking yeah, we, 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 did, we decided to not pay for the URL anymore. <laughs> like, no, nah, fuck that shit, dude. I, I, we don't need it. Uh, and um, this might be the only episode we ever do again. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, you know, we're not doing this weekly ever again. But we might do it monthly. Or we might not. Or just whenever we feel like it. Yeah. But I, I inadvertently paid uh, the, the Geek Fights hosting fees through like 2017, so it's going to be a lot <laughs> for a while. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. And we get 100 gigs a month, or wait, no, 100 megabytes a month. So that means we can put out one episode of Geek Fights because our episodes are always so fucking big. So we might, we might, we might be back. I doubt it. But anyway, let's get back to the fights. Mike, this first one is yours, or this first one of the second round is yours. Uh, This should go much, much quicker because we said a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Mike, it is LexCorp versus the Orion Syndicate. Uh, This one for me is going to be LexCorp um, for a a couple of reasons. Uh, I like the Orion Syndicate. Uh, It's a criminal organization, and uh, that makes it a little less corporate for me because even the corporations may be evil although i don't necessarily agree with that uh they 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 are uh legal entities but uh the main reason is i just really love lexcorp because it lexcorp specifically was a product of the uh the 1986 reboot of superman lex luther prior to that was not a businessman he was uh, a mad scientist criminal super genius but uh, in the 1980s, when they decided to reboot Superman, uh, they said, you know, the modern manifestation of of a villain is not a criminal super genius. It's a businessman, which was a great update. Uh, the Man of Steel update um, was my favorite interpretation of Superman uh, to this day. Uh, that businessman Lex is my favorite Lex Luthor, one of my favorite villains of all time. So really, it just got all those things going for it all the way up through uh, you know, Michael Rosenbaum's uh, businessman, Lex Luthor. Uh, that Lex Luthor is my Lex Luthor. I hope Jesse Eisenberg kills it. Um, so, uh, yeah, businessman Lex, Lex Corp, uh, post-crisis DC Universe, all that stuff wrapped up into one. Yesy. I think technically that was uh, Luthor Corp, not Lex Corp, but that's technical. Mike got it. You know, I think perfect, LexCorp uh, evolve, I think Luther Corp evolves into LexCorp when uh, Lex at the end of Smallville. 
when I had stopped watching. See, that's the Zod complex. He he knows his stuff. Um, I all I have to say is this is Green Slave Girl versus uh, Green Power Suit, and only one of those did I own from the original Superpowers action figure uh, collection, and that was from LexCorp. So they got my vote. You want to own a green slave? All right. Uh, vote for LexCorp. No, Chris? I, did, I didn't. <laughs> I, uh, I think I might, my vote is in there to have uh, just a total freak out. But yeah. it, that movie is just fantastic because everyone, everyone has just got a big old mouthful full of scenery the whole time. <laughs> it's just awesome. <laughs> I have to wonder if every anyone ever mixed up Monsters Bowl and Monsters Inc. because that would be amazing. That would not be good. Uh, I, worked, <laughs> I worked in a video store in the mid '90s. I can totally see that mistake happening. That I mean, shit. That's the whole reason Asylum Films exists is to count on right. making mistakes like that. <laughs> you don't have to say in the mid '90s because, like. I, if people I, say I worked in a video store, yeah, it was, yeah. It was in the idea. Well, <laughs> so in the so in the mid in the mid nineties makes it relevant, doesn't it? Because if you worked yeah. after that, you, were, you didn't work in a video store; you sat there. Well, shit, this was so long ago. It's when we thought that uh, Directv was going to put a home video out of business. It turned out to be Netflix quite a bit later, but oh, Directv! <laughs> but uh, are we back, Mike? We're back. Right, I'm back. You're back. <laughs> Mike is back. He came back from peeing, and now his mouth is full. And we're back doing what we do every week, coming at you with Jared for me trademark geek cred. Yes, I did just pull that right out of my ass. I did not remember that until two seconds before I started saying it. <laughs> uh, we get to meet the panel. And uh, for those of you who have not listened in uh, a very long time, you haven't heard these people in a very long time, uh, Yossi Block, who are you? What do you do? Uh, well, I live in Israel in the greater Jerusalem area. I edit and translate professionally. And I'm now going to recite the geek cred that I was supposed to do on that best Star Trek character episode where I was so drunk I spilled my drink on the computer and disappeared halfway through. But I was I was the first of two on that episode. I, I just want to mention that. Um, my first date ever was taking one of my mother's friends to watch Star Trek Generations. So that's pretty geeky. That's weird. I thought I thought you were gonna uh, say geek cred in Hebrew, but all right, whatever. Uh, maybe at the end of the show, that'll be awesome. I would ask Chris Mitchell who he is and what is he does, but I don't care because I met him in person, and it was one of the greatest two days of my life. And it was only two weeks ago. Christopher Mitchell, who are you? What is your geek cred? I am the Lizard Queen. <laughs> all right. And Jason 
Uh, Cornelius Thompson. I'm just putting Cornelius in there because Cornelius is a badass fucking name, and nobody can steal it from me because my uncle's name is well, his middle name is Cornelius, but it's a it's a family name, and somebody in my family after this generation is gonna be named Cornelius. Uh, sorry, uh, Jason, what's your geek red? Cornelius. <laughs> uh. Uh, actually, my geek cred has changed since the last time we all met. I, I am now a destroyer of websites. Uh, I signed on to a website called DCU sometime last year, and after writing one article, the whole website shut down permanently. <laughs> I, I read the article. There's, there's, there's a good reason to shut the website down. That's a, that's a pretty good geek cred there. Yeah, there's a few websites I'd like you to write for then. <laughs> so uh, write a list, write a list, and I'll get to it. Uh, it's been a while for us too, uh, Mike Ortiz. What is your geek cred? Because we we really haven't done this in a really long time. Uh, my geek cred is that uh, for uh, 175 uh, weeks, uh, I put out a podcast called Geek Fights. Uh, I also do a Batman podcast. Well, did a Batman. No, we do a Batman podcast. I did a weekly video show um, and other stuff like that. Weekend Geek is finally over? Yeah, we did our last official episode. Uh, I don't think it's posted yet, but we recorded it like a week ago or so. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> and I'm Damon. And I did this show, 175 episodes, 175 weeks in a row. Uh, it's actually lo- more weeks in a row than that when you actually add in all the bonus content that we actually did. We did a lot. We did more than 175 episodes, but it was 175. Maybe 176 weeks because at first we didn't quite oh, hit the weekly. But uh, no, no, because remember, there was one episode a week all the way until the end of 2013. Oh, yeah, that's true. We went all the way to the end of the year. Yeah. Even though we didn't do, do geek fights, we did all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, and it's all in our feed. And you can talk to us on Facebook. There is no longer a website. <laughs> oh, there's a website. Yeah, but it's. I'm not going to say the whole fucking yeah, we, we, we did, slash. We decided to not pay for the URL anymore. <laughs> like, no, nah, fuck that shit, dude. I, we don't need it. And and this might be the only episode we ever do again. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you know we're not doing this weekly ever again. But we might do it monthly. Or we might not. Or just whenever we feel like it. Yeah. But I, I inadvertently paid uh, the, the Geek Fights hosting fees through like 2017, so it's going to be a <laughs> for a while. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. And we get 100 gigs a month. Or wait, no, 100 megabytes a month. So that means we can put out one episode of Geek Fights because our episodes are always so fucking big. So we might, we might, we might be back. I doubt it. But anyway, let's get back to the fights. Mike, this first one is yours, or this first one of the second round is yours. Uh, This should go much, much quicker because we said a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Mike, it is LexCorp versus the Orion Syndicate. Uh, This one for me is going to be LexCorp um, for a a couple of reasons. Uh, I like the Orion Syndicate. Uh, It's a criminal organization, and uh, that makes it a little less corporate for me because even the corporations may be evil, although I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, they, they, they are uh, legal entities, but uh, the main reason is I just really love LexCorp because it LexCorp specifically was a product of the uh, 
the 1986 reboot of Superman. Lex Luthor prior to that was not a businessman. He was uh, a mad scientist, criminal super genius. But uh, in the 1980s, when they decided to reboot Superman, uh, they said, you know, the modern manifestation of of a villain is not a criminal super genius. It's a businessman, which was a great update. Uh, the Man of Steel update um, was my favorite interpretation of Superman uh, to this day. Uh, that businessman Lex is my favorite Lex Luthor, one of my favorite villains of all time. So really, it just got all those things going for it all the way up through, uh, you know, Michael Rosenbaum's uh, businessman Lex Luthor. Uh, that Lex Luthor is my Lex Luthor. I hope Jesse Eisenberg kills it. Um, so, uh, yeah, businessman Lex, Lex Corp, uh, post-crisis DC Universe, all that stuff wrapped up into one. Yesy. I think technically that was uh, Luther Corp, not Lex Corp, but that's technical. Mike got it, you know. I think perfect, Lex Corp uh, evol- I think Luther Corp evolves into Lex Corp when uh, Lex at the end of Smallville. When I had stopped watching, see, that's the Zod complex. He he knows his stuff. Um, I all I have to say is this is. Green Slave Girl versus uh, Green Power Suit. And only one of those did I own from the original Superpowers action figure uh, collection. And that was from LexCorp. So they got my vote. You want to own a Green Slave? All right. Uh, Vote for LexCorp. No, I I didn't. I uh, I think I my my vote is going to sway towards LexCorp because the Orion Syndicate, although we know them to be a corporate entity, it's very nebulous. We don't really know that much about what they're all about. Whereas we know that LexCorp is a corporation that was set up by Lex Luthor to make loads of money so that he could get on and do the more important things like trying to take over the world, blow up California, all the all the good stuff that uh, an honest working man would like to do. So I will vote for LexCorp. Jason. LexCorp, for brevity's sake. Lex Luthor for the win, motherfucker. On to our next fight. Yussi, this one is yours, and I LexCorp for me, too. Uh, it is MomCorp versus Tyrell. What is it? Corporation Industries? I can't remember. Huh. Okay, well, that is – it's a tough one because I think they both have their uh, strong points. But especially considering that Planet Express uh, didn't make it through, I still got to go with Tyrell. They're, it's just a brilliant concept. It's a corporation that changes its universe, and it sounds like a Lannister. So – Got my vote. <laughs> All right. I'll vote for Tyrell Lannister. Uh Chris. See, I, I would I would vote for Tyrell because um because the the amount of emphasis that they have in the, the Blade Runner universe. But they didn't make a evil robot Santa that comes down and terrorizes people every Christmas Eve. And Mom did. So I will vote for Mom Corp. Jason. 
they may not have made an evil robot Santa, but they made a Sean Young bot. Have you seen her Catwoman audition? That woman is terrifying. Tyrell Corporation. Yeah, but but Robot Santa is amazing. He's got elven slaves. I love Robot Santa. I forgot all about Robot Santa. When you've got Bender and Robot Santa, and oh god, yeah, and I'm Quonsai Bot. You know what? I don't celebrate Kwanzaa. God damn it! It's the holiday is from 1968. It's it's not even an official holiday yet. You gotta have a hundred years before you get a real holiday, at least in my opinion. Racist. Yeah, yeah. It's a goddamn fake holiday, just like all of them. Uh but yeah. I'm voting for Momcore. It's all tied up. Comes down to you, Mike. Oh, this blows. This totally blows. <laughs> um You know, I uh every single argument has kind of swayed me back and forth on this. Um and considering the last argument was mom, and that's, you know, it, it's that old, my mind says Terrell, my heart says mom. Because how did your heart not say mom? I got to listen to my geek heart and vote for mom. Mom Co. Moving on into the next round. We are on to our next fight. Chris, this one is yours. It is Inatech versus Cyberdyne Systems. Oh, this this is a uh, complete 50-50 for me. Because I think that the inner tech, as we said before, are uh, the perfect epitome of a real life corporation, but a fictional version of one. Whereas Cyberdyne is just so ingrained in in my personal history and culture, and I know all about you know, it's it's a name that I think will be recognisable for ages. Maybe depends what they do in this reboot rethinking that they're they're coming out this year. Um, but I think I think that that real life has to take over just a little bit. And, and I, you know, I work for a company that was very much like in tech. So I will vote for in tech. Uh, Jason. Real life taking over. Well, how about there's now a real life cyberdyne uh, industries designing a, a Skynet, ha 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 wireless network. Uh, programming i believe uh i read about that a few weeks ago i am still just i'm always kind of wondering did they design the terminators or did the terminators design the terminators and time travel and really the amount of eye crossing and and just baffling thoughts that are streaming out of this i i wish this had never occurred to me but still i have to vote for cyberdyne because it's all I can think about. It's very much a chicken or the egg type of thing. Oh, vote for Cyberdyne. Um, Chris nails it with not only it's not only have I worked for Inatech. The, the 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 thing is, you 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 work a shitty job, and you mention office space, and you mention it at work. And then somebody at work goes, I've never seen that movie. You're like, holy shit, you got to watch this movie because every single, every single person has had a scenario that happens in that movie happen at work. Like it, it, and, and even the, 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 just the ludicrous ones. And, and I love the fact that he goes, you know what? I just didn't feel like doing any work. And, and what, it sounds crazy. 
But you can do that and almost... 60% of the shitty jobs that are out there, you can just go, I just don't feel like working, and still stay there, and they really won't do anything. Middle management has no idea how to deal with that, and uh, you might actually advance if you're popular enough. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, Inatech as well. Mike? Yeah, this this is – you know, I'm, I'm reminded now um, how much I hate round two because we've eliminated uh, – the weaker ones and, and you know there's so many good matchups here um but I, i'm also going to vote for intertech uh, mainly for the same reason cyberdyne is a great science fiction concept um but it's you know in a tech it is it the terminator movies are not about cyberdyne cyberdyne is, is an element of them it's an important element uh, it's an element that requires you know paradoxes and and temporal loops and things like that but uh, Office Space is about Inatech, and, in and Inatech is about every job and every corporation uh, that exists. And, and that's really the whole thing. That's what it's about. So I, I can easily see myself, you know, voting Inatech all the way here. I just I, – I can't, I can't come up with many arguments against it. Um, so Inatech. Yessie? The Babylonian Talmud says, Erevin 13b – is it worth it that the human race was created? And the conclusion is no. You know who agrees? Cyberdyne. Because through them, humanity is extinguished. Or almost. So they get my vote. Although, by my count, it doesn't make a difference. No, it does not. And Inatech is moving on. Have you seen my stapler? We're on to our next round. Jason, this one is yours. Is Waylon Utani versus Acme. Ah, <laughs> Wayland. You know, just for the record, I really do love Prometheus. But if I need a giant Roman candle big enough to ride, or I need a piece of asphalt with a giant spring on it that'll catapult something up and into a, a rock wall I have to call Acme they were around way before Amazon and did the exact same thing only it's all extremely de deadly and dangerous so Acme buy it kids uh, vote for Acme that's a very very good point Acme is just Amazon or Amazon is just Acme um wow I was all ready to go, eh, you know, Waylon Utani, he's got better stuff. They can go out in space, and, they, and they're just a little greedy. That's not that big a deal, right? I mean, that's not that bad. But um, I don't know where that came from, by the way. Uh, yeah, Acme is... Are you doing a Michael Felser character? I don't know. No, I am not. I'm doing a 21 hours awake character. I laid down. I didn't sleep. Um... But yeah, Acme Acme is they are they are the template for Amazon and I like Amazon even though I don't use it very often. And Waylon Utani they're just they're a corporation gone awry kind of. So I'm going to go with uh, Acme just for the little bit of mischief they cause. Uh Mike, all of these uh, arguments for Acme are great. Um 
and uh, and I there is a part of me that wants to vote for it. Um, I'm going to vote for Wayland uh, Utani, uh, even though I didn't vote for it uh, in the first round. But I'm going to vote for it here just because we're kind of uh, we're kind of whittling out all of the serious sci-fi corporations here. I mean, we we got rid of Cyberdyne, we got rid of uh, Terrell, OCP. Uh, there's a pretty good representation of, of comedy uh, across the board uh, on, on this this list at this point. Um, but the the classic sci-fi, you know, not not the you know headed by a villain or something. Just the classic. It's evil comes from its bureaucracy uh, is is kind of in danger here, and and that's really you know the most real kind of corporation that we have. They're they're not funny. They're they're dangerous, but. Um, so as really the last vestige of that kind of corporation on this list, uh, I'm going to vote for Wayland. A vote for Wayland. Yossi. Damn you, Mike. (laughs) I had a vote and you swayed me. Wayland Yutani. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Chris. Which one takes the win? Oh, damn you, Mike. I had a vote and you swayed me. I had the thing like, if I, want, if I wanted to buy an Android that sprays milk at things, then I know to go to Wayland Utani. But if I want jet-propelled roller skates, I would have to go to Acme. But you do make a very, very strong point that we have lost all of the sci-fi mega corporations and stuff. And uh, Utani does... Wayland Yutani do have such a huge fingerprint on the alien universe. And I mean, Acme is great in the Roadrunner cartoons and it, it, it's, it's a comedy corporation that serves its purpose incredibly well. But I think that we would lose a lot if we were to dump all of our, you know, sci-fi corporations from it. So a, a begrudging vote for uh, Wayland Yutani. You son of a bitch. You haven't done this in one year and like four months, and you can still shark the shit out of these dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. about that. <laughs> no, because you shark the shit out of me too. I would have switched if, <laughs> if it wasn't going to go. I was going to switch. I, I'm not even kidding. I hate you so much, Mike. Uh, next fight is the Bluth Company versus the Slant Drilling Company, uh, which is Burns or Springfield, whatever. Um,. I'm going to go Bluth because I do want Globex to make it through the next round. I don't necessarily want Burns to be there in the next round, but I, I do like the Bluth. So I'm just going to go Bluth here, see what happens. Mike? Uh, I'm also going to go with Bluth. Um, Springfield Slant Drilling Company as a, as a representation of, of Burns Industries or whatever Burns Company is. Um, that's important, but the the – this specific drilling company itself uh, is is just one episode of The Simpsons, whereas the Bluth Company, uh, in so many ways, is the heart of Arrested Development um, and uh, Steve Holt. Steve Holt. Uh, Yessie. Uh, Bluth came back on Netflix. You know who didn't need to come back at all because they were there the whole time? The Simpsons and C. Montgomery Burns, Springfield Slant Drilling Company. Christopher, I I would love to be able to vote for the uh, the slant drilling company, but there's there's too much joy in the Bluth company. Uh, the more I think about it, you know, Michael driving around in the uh, 
the stair car with Bluth written all over it, and the, just the the. The, there's always money in the banana stand always creases me up, especially when you get to the uh, the point where they set fire to the banana stand. Um, so I will have to go for the Bluth Company. Jason? You're going to get some hop-ons. What? You're going to get some hop-ons. <laughs> <laughs> Bluth Company. <laughs> no, I know. I was just like, wait, what did you say? Um... <laughs> Bluth Company is moving on into the next round. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Globex versus Monsters, Inc. I don't even have to finish talking, do I? Uh, you d- Go ahead. Globex. Yeah, that's, that's what I figured. Yes, see? I am going to stick with uh, Monsters, Inc. I still think it's it's a great concept. It's, you know, a different idea. Globex is Basically, you know, what what if we took the James Bond uh, supervillain and plugged that into uh, Homer's world? But uh, Monsters, Inc. is, I, th- I still think, very creative and uh, very interesting. And I've got young kids, so <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Christopher Mitchell Trudgeon! Don't call me Mitchell Trudgeon. That's not right in the slightest um i i'm i'm gonna swing for globex because i i still think that it out of all of the companies on this on these lists that's the one that i would want to work for more than any of the others monsters inc good but you know i i would love to go and work for mr scorpio uh your resume's online uh jason you know i kind of think if if I can't remember how old this this the Scorpio episode is, but I kind of think the Simpsons called the whole billionaire rock rock star billionaire phenomenon just either just before it got started uh, because really that's kind of uh, what they're, season eight yeah that's kind of what they're pointing at isn't it it's not so much the what if Sim, what if Homer worked for a company that was the James Bond villain but what if uh, there was a businessman who was so good at marketing himself so you don't notice that he's completely evil and who, who are some of the most successful bil- uh, billionaires out there right now guys like mark cuban guys like uh zuckerberg guys who are so good at marketing themselves you don't know you don't notice that they're brutal brutal businessmen so globex and I will quickly vote for Globex too. Uh, original air date is November third, nineteen ninety six. So it's right around that same time. Uh, Globex is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Yasi, this one is yours. It is Marvel Comics in the six one six versus Dunder Mifflin. As as I said before, um, I, I appreciate the meta ness of uh, Marvel in the six one six universe. But I'm not a Marvel guy, and I just love Dunder Mifflin. I know people have uh, criticized, and I'm probably not helping the case by you know pointing out how long the American office lasted. But I just think that you know it was perhaps the last uh, great comedy on American TV, on at least on American network TV. Uh, so I'm sticking with. When Dunder met Mifflin. Mr. Trudgeon Mitchell. 
that's worse. I I will go for uh, Marvel Comics because it still confuses the fuck out of me. Uh, Jason, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not the biggest Marvel guy, but at at the same time, I've watched two episodes of The Office. I didn't like the main guy, not the Steve Carell guy, but uh, the main guy who I think he was banging the secretary and he was constantly mugging for the camera. Jim. Yeah, I can't stand that guy. I, I really never got into the office, so I'm going to vote for Marvel Comics. Um, uh, Let's see. Hmm. I guess I could just throw it to Mike with it tied up and just tie it up with Dunder Mifflin. I could do that real easy because I don't give a fuck about this one because Parker Industries should be in this goddamn spot, but you fuckers had to keep changing goddamn mind. So I'm going to tie it up, and it's all going to you, Mike. Who's moving on? Make mine Marvel. Why did you have to say it so quickly? I was, like, moving over, and I had it muted. Marvel Comics is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Chris, this one is yours. Time to redeem yourself. It is buytigers.com versus Wayne Tech, Wayne Industries, Wayne whatever, Bruce Wayne's Corporation. Um, I do. I still like buytigers.com. I still think that that's a wonderful, wonderful tale. But I do need to redeem myself. Uh, I, I need to reclaim my throne as the Batman. So I will vote for Wayne Industries. I was about to be really disappointed to you. Uh, like, you, you call yourself Batman all the time. Wayne Industries gets a vote. Jason. You know, Wayne Industries, they do a lot of cool stuff. They're, I think they're kind of the benevolent version of the of the Megacorp. You know, the, the Waynes have you know, tried to build their corporation in such a way that it helped... Uh, the people of Gotham, they created uh, – Thomas and Martha created the Wayne Foundation using their wealth to try and stop the moral – or, well, stop the, the moral decay and, and the chaos it was raining on, on Gotham's poorer citizens. Uh, you know, I suppose in a way the Wayne's benevolence you know, created Batman because you know, they – caused his parents to be murdered out behind an alley uh, and they're an incredibly successful corporation at the same time you know like i said at one point you know almost half of gotham citizens were working for some sort of subsidiary of wayne enterprises and i won't vote against batman chris i actually do care about batman mr el presidente <laughs> uh, i'm batman vote- Vote for Wayne Industries. Uh, yeah, Wayne Industries. Mike? You know, buytigers.com is still active. Um, I'm looking at it right now. And here's some of the little tidbits from this website. Um, a tiger is probably the strongest feline predator on Earth, but you will discover that it can be a lovely pet as well, loyal, friendly, and in all caps, totally harmless. Uh, obviously a tiger isn't an animal for everyone. This is a true, this is for true nature lovers and purists. It comes five months old, already to be trained, to be nice with its owner, to eat meat and to respond to basal or voice orders. Uh, they only sell five month old female tigers. They don't sell Siberian white tigers. 
They don't ship tigers to places not fitting their climate needs. You have to email them to know if you're eligible. And they don't sell more than one tiger to a single customer. Two tigers shouldn't stay together for their safety. So I love how they have all of this concern about the tigers. But then when you look, the full tiger pack, which costs uh, $13,400, includes a five-month-old female tiger, an original Hello Tiger guide, and an ivory collar. Um, and then it says, thank you very much for your interest. This is actually quite hilarious. Um, Batman's probably going to move on or Wayne's probably going to move on. But I, I think this by tigers.com is, is great. So uh, tigers.com change my vote. <laughs> if you hadn't read that, wouldn't it change my vote? It is all tied up. It comes down to you there. you see which one is taking the win. Batman is a dog person because he has Ace the Bat Hound. Uh, but I am a cat person and I vote, I vote by to- <laughs> Sorry. By Tigers.com. By Tigers.com. That's it- bullshit, Yossi. You know <laughs> Batman is a cat person. It, who, what pussy has he been chasing for 75 years now? <laughs> cat, well, that's a human being. Is she 75 years old? She's not 75. You know, if you really wanted that cat, he'd have put a ring on it. A yeah, ring. That, that's true. Well, in Earth 2, he did. Yeah, but... <laughs> and that universe was destroyed. <laughs> and recreated. And I am now trying to figure out how old Catwoman is right now. And isn't she more like 60 years old? I don't... She's pretty early on. No, she I want to say Batman issue one. I think he may be correct. Yeah. Okay. But that's not 75 years ago. That's 74. Thank you. <laughs> she she does look good for seventy four though. Touche, Damon. Touche. Well, technically, but she wasn't one year old then, right? Yeah, so she'd be like ninety five, ninety. But well, she looks great for ninety five, ninety six then. Yeah, look young. But she also looks great on the floor because Wayne went down. Uh, by Tigers is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Jason, this is for a spot in the final four. It is Lex Corp versus Mom Corp. You know, one is kind of a satirical look at the big corporation and how marketing can fool people into things. The other is kind of a interesting look at the nature of obsession because if Lex Luthor would get out of his own way and stop trying to fuck with Superman for five minutes, he really would be the guy he wants to be, the guy who saves saves humanity and like props hum- humanity up and leads them into a golden age, isn't? Isn't that like kind of the main argument of Lex's arc in All Star Superman? If he'd ever got out of his way for five minutes, he actually would have been the hero of the story. But instead, he's the villain. So I'm going to vote for LexCorp. That's a very good point. Uh, a vote for LexCorp. Hmm. And what's funny is, ah, God, I want to vote for Mom. I want to vote for Mom, but I can't because my whole idea of a corporation. Is LexCorp? Uh, I've always thought of corporations as evil entities built on world domination. I know they're not. Uh, for the most part, they're just trying to make a buck. Most of them aren't actually evil. There might be a few that are actually evil, but most of them aren't actually evil. They're just they're just there. They just are. Uh, but LexCorp shaped my idea of what corporations are. So I I kind of. I kind of can't, even though mom does have a part in that, that, that other part of it, 
but Lex Luthor does a much better job of it because he's not in jail. <laughs> like that character should have been in jail a long time ago, but he, he fucking faked everybody. Matter of fact, mom is just Lex Luthor slightly more successful Lex Luthor, but Lex Luthor, nonetheless, I'm voting for Lex Corp. Uh, Mike. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Lex Corp for, for much of the same reasons. And this is another tough one. Um, Jason's point is actually is, is great. I mean, I hadn't really looked at it like that. Certainly, uh, the story of LexCorp is the story of Lex Luthor, and and it, in many ways that is a, is a tragedy, um, both for the world and for Lex. I mean, it, it was someone who who should have been, could have been the hero, um, but but for because of circumstance wasn't. And you know, really for me, it boils down to, uh, at the end of the day, I I like comic books more than television. I like Superman more than Futurama, and uh, and LexCorp is one of my favorite elements of the the superman mythology whereas mom corp is a very funny part of futurama but it's it's not like for me it's not essential uh so uh, i'm gonna stick with lex corp uh, another vote for lex corp yussie huh i was ready to vote for mom corp and then i remembered uh lex luthor the unauthorized uh biography was a graphic novel 20 years ago in which we learned that Lex gets the money to found LexCorp by taking out an insurance policy on his mom and dad and then killing them in a car accident. So Lex actually kills mom. I got to go LexCorp. Chris, is it a clean sweep for Lex Luthor? Calculon says Momcore. <laughs> she did build Calculon. Oh, wait, no, she didn't build Calculon. Calculon she, is not. She did. No, she did not. Calculon is a very, very, very old robot that just keeps being remade. Or, 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 do, or, 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 or am I crazy? I think you're Calculon. Right, you're right, but he was still made by Mom. He can't be made by Mom. He's older than Mom. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, a vote Are we in a Terminator thing here again? No, yeah, this, it's a this, pre predestination paradox. There's no time travel in this one. He's actually just a really old robot. <laughs> there's a difference. Uh, LexCorp is in the final four. On to our next fight. It is Inatech versus Waylon Utani. Uh, and yeah, both of them are about bureau. Both of them have a lot of bureaucracy. The evils of bureaucracy and. Uh, Waylon Utani is uh, an extension of the the bureaucracy and the evil that goes on. Not the evil, just the bureaucracy of what happens with Inatech. Inatech is the exact same company as Waylon Utani if it has a lot more money. Like it makes all the same bad choices, all the same bad decisions. The only difference is I know for a fact I could work at Inatech, and that scares the shit out of me. Uh, so I'm going to go with Inatech. Mike? You know, uh, a few years back I was working at a, a company that is no longer around uh, called the Handelman Company. Uh, a lot of their policies and procedures were painfully uh, reminiscent of Inatech. At, at one point while I was working there, they did have consultants come in 
to uh, to analyze uh, the company and what we did and how we did things. I really wanted to go and just buy an entire case of a VHS of uh, Office Space. At that point, it hadn't come out on DVD. And just leave the open box at the entrance of the company so that anybody walking in could just grab a copy and, and understand. Um, everything I said about Whalen as far as you know, us getting rid of of this type of company, uh, it, it pains me to do so. But you know, in a tech, like I said, it's it's the company. It is it is almost the manifestation of of every type of of office job anybody's ever had, and not just office jobs. I mean, the the same insanity applies to people who work at fucking McDonald's. Um, even though the movie was not a success. Uh, it's become a cult hit, I think, because of that, because Inatech resonates with everybody who's ever had to work a job. So uh, I'm going to stick with Inatech. Yesy. This is a tough one, uh, but I, I still think I'm going to go with Wayland Utani. That's the virtually the only one I could imagine. Uh, challenging LexCorp. So, it's got my vote. A vote for Waylon. Chris? Uh, despite my love for Inatech and, and how it is a, a perfect movie version of a real-life corporation, um, the, the more I think about Wayland yutani and the fact that they, they have special divisions. They have, you know, the reverse engineering division. And they have my favorite, which is the bioweapons division. They have an open a division called the bioweapons division that people can, let, you know, know about. It's part of their share structure and stuff like that. That's how big a corporation they are. They can get away with having things like that and having them out in the open um, and still make huge amounts of money. Although they did collapse eventually um, in Alien Resurrection. They'd been... They collapsed completely, but there you go. Um, I think I will have to stick with with the the big, nasty, evil Wayland Utani Corporation. Evil is in the heart of the beholder. It is all tied up. Comes down to you, there, Jason. And I swear to God, you vote the wrong way. I will never do one of these again. But uh, yeah, go ahead, vote whatever you want. Oh, it's so free will. Uh... You know, to be honest, Wayland Yutani only collapsed because Joss Whedon likes wrecking other people's toys. Uh, it really, uh, I like Wayland Yutani, but my favorite alien movie in the series is Alien, and they're not even named there. They're just the corporation or the company, even. And it really, it could have been argued back then that it wasn't the the, the company that sent the Nostromo to these people. It could have just been some asshole. Some asshole really wanted this project to make a lot of money so he could buy the company. In a tech, I think even people who don't work office jobs have dealt with this monster that is corporate bureaucracy. I, I know I have, and I don't work in an office. So I'm going to vote for Inatech. And Inatech is moving on into the next, into the final four. We are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is the Bluth Company versus Globex. Uh, I'm going to vote for the Bluth Company. Uh, I think it, we, you know, we've got big mega 
corporations on here. We've got the big sort of publicly traded uh, company, but the Bluth company isn't like that. The Bluth company is is a family company. Um, it is it is the small guy in many ways. Um, it's it's stupidity doesn't come from corporate bureaucracy. bureaucracy. Uh, it comes from the people who run it and found it are idiots and and uh, kind of dishonest, but not particularly good at being bad. Um, you know, in many ways, uh, you know, we we have a geek fights because Damon and I worked at a comic book shop that was kind of like that. Uh, it was a guy that wasn't a bad guy, but he he kind of didn't know what he was doing sometimes. And he he kind of cheated people, but only in a small way. You know, he committed light treason. Um, you know, we've got big, huge, giant, massively successful corporations on here. Uh, I think we need the small, poorly run. We have no idea how they haven't gone bankrupt yet. Um, family company that uh, is the Bluth company. Uh, so I'm voting for Bluth. A vote for the Bluths. Yussie. Uh, Mike makes uh, an excellent case, but I'm still voting Globex. It's just got that uh, that unique quality of, you know, maybe because it's animated, but it just, yeah, it, it crystallizes that idea of, of the corporation, which is, Placid on its face, but really trying to destroy or enslave the world. A vote for Globex. Christopher! Um, I, I like both of these immensely. I think the Bluth Company is, is, is great, and watching Michael try and salvage this uh, this you know iceberg that's floating around in nowhere and try and turn it back around into something uh profitable after his father is uh accused of uh light treason is is awesome but there's something about globex i mean that that episode is is an incredible episode it's the fact that that homer is actually quite good at his job for a change um and they they have a hammock district in the town that uh, that globex have built you know in the in the hammock quarter which is which is amazing um so I will I'll vote for I'll vote for Globex, but I'm on the fence. So if anyone comes up with a wonderful argument, I might be able to uh, to swing my vote around. Going to you, Jason. Do you have a wonderful argument? Um, I don't know because you know what I loved that episode of The Simpsons, but I probably haven't watched it in ten years. Uh, I probably haven't watched Simpsons in in ten years up for more than five or six minutes at a time. I like the show, but it, it just as it just kept going and kind of eventually you started to see how the sausage was made, how they put together plots and just kind of stopped. I laughed my ass off at the rest of development, even after, you know, episodes I've seen a dozen times and it all comes down to one person and, and the person you think is not actually, you know, the, the person who was behind it all. It ended up being, it ended up being the mom. She ended up being the mastermind behind all th- these ridiculous, evil things that almost brought down the whole company. He just, uh, you know, George Senior just wanted to, you know, make a couple, maybe make a couple quick bucks on land, and you know, 
hide money in the banana stand. He didn't want to commit light treason. He was brought down because of a woman. That's interesting. Arrested development. It's almost biblical at this point. Because women are always the enemy in the Bible. Uh, Vote for the Bluth Company. It is all tied up. It comes down to me. Unless Chris changes his vote, unless I vote the exact same way Chris did, because I don't know which way I'm going to vote, and I was not listening to you people whatsoever. Matter of fact, I don't remember what these companies are. Um, I would, I don't want to work for the Blues Company. I don't like because they they actually had employees more than just their family. There were people, and more than just the banana stand. Uh, there are very, very many office sequences where there's probably like 20 people working for them. Their livelihoods depend on those people, and that is the saddest thing in the history of the world. Um, but Globex takes care of its people. Ah, they just want to rule the world. Um, I'm going to go Globex. I'm going to go Globex. Globex is into the final four. For the last spot in the final four, you see this one is your fight. It is Marvel Comics from the 616 versus ByTigers.com. I know that really I should give it to Marvel because Tigra is owned by Marvel. But I just love the idea of this crazy website which doesn't mean anything but outreaches everyone and uh you know marvel comics in their satirical uh, version they did put out marvel which is one of the worst series ever and i'm gonna give it to buytigers.com a vote for buytigers.com chris uh, Bytigers.com is like an avalanche coming downhill to sweep this entire thing, so I'm just going to get my sled and ride along with it. Uh, vote for Bytigers. Chris, uh, sorry, Jason. Um, maybe it's just the serial contrarian in me, but you know, now that I think about it, Jack Kirby worked for Marvel Comics, but Jack Kirby was also, I believe they call him the one above all in in. Marvel, it, so Jack Kirby may or may not be God and working for Marvel Comics, so does God work for Marvel Comics? I'm sure a lot of people who really love the MCU and Avengers Comics like to think so. Uh, but PyTigers.com, it was just something I noticed on a whim, and now it's it's on the brink of being in the Final Four. This is, this is rough. This is rougher than I expected. Uh... I'm going to vote for Marvel. I'm swayable, though. Pussy. I'm voting for uh, buytigers.com. Not even going to go. It's tied up and give it to Mike. Mike read it, and, and the ivory collar is the part that got me. Like, I was like, ah, fuck that thing. Fuck that ivory collar. Beautiful. All about it. And, and the thing is, you guys talked about, oh, you can't sell, they can't sell uh, uh, tigers, they can't sell tigers, blah, blah, blah. Nobody talked about 
the elephants that they killed for the goddamn collar. Uh, so I've got to vote for buytigers.com. Mike, you might be able to sway somebody, but you're not swaying me. Uh, no, I'm not even going to attempt to sway anybody. Uh, this is an this is an interesting matchup because it is it is a weird meta thing here. We've got a a fictional company uh, that exists in the real world, and then a real company that exists in a fictional world. Um, and I love Marvel comics. Uh, I love comics in general. Um, but uh, this buy tigers thing is just so weird. Uh, one, it's it's a a grand geek fights tradition for some weird thing to just sort of barrel through something that I hadn't even heard of before I saw this list, something I didn't know what it was until we started recording and I looked it up and uh, you know, that that's a grand tradition on this show and it's just such a weird thing. And, and yeah, it really, all of that, you know, we don't want to send a tiger to a climate that it, it shouldn't have. And, and, you know, we want to make sure that you're okay, but we're also going to send, send you an ivory collar. Um, it's actually, pretty funny and actually i didn't read all of it there's it from the very beginning it says uh, it was a dream until yesterday now it's true because yeah everybody has always dreamed of buying a tiger um so yeah it's a weird underdog it's come out of nowhere uh what the hell buy tigers buy tigers is in the final four we've got LexCore versus initech and globex versus buy tigers chris the first fight is yours LexCore versus initech this is this is really tough because uh, LexCorp is a, a a great comic book industry and uh, carries the weight of like the the one of the the great supervillains in in comic books behind it. Um, it. You know, entirely at his whim at most points, I would guess. Whereas Inatech is is kind of it's kind of more you only see the middle management. You don't see the people at the top of the tree, but it's the middle management part that, that I think people relate to more than anything else. Just the ridiculous bureaucracy of life. And I'm sure that uh, LexCorp probably has the bureaucrats in there. If I dig deep, dig deep into the comics enough, I'll find them. But how real Inatech is, just it blew me away. I, I was one of the people that never, I never saw Office Space until... I don't know three or four years ago or something like that. I, it it never came up on my radar, and then I watched it, and I'm like, "That's that's life. That's life as in put in movie form, in a hilarious way." So I'm going to vote for Initech. Uh, Jason. Yeah, that's me. Uh, Jason's a hard one. What? I, I was saying Jason. I was saying Jason. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he got me too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing, guys. Uh, Inatech was brought down by a computer virus that stole half pennies. Uh, that was the plot of Superman 3, which was not even worth Lex Luthor's time. Uh, I like Superman 3. It's a nice little movie, but it didn't have Lex Luthor in it. And that's why they were... That's why if Richard Pryor had been working for LexCorp, that shit never would have happened. Because I imagine Lex monitors his books much more tightly than, uh, what was his name? Webster? What? Yeah, because it was like Webco or something like that. So I'm going to vote for LexCorp. I'll vote for LexCorp. Uh, 
I work for the largest corporation in the world, I believe. I don't know. Are they the largest corporation in the world, Mike? I know they're up there. They've got to be in the top five. Uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, they're literally have installations on every continent. They employ millions of people. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go top five. I work for one of the top five corporations in the world. I call it the evil empire. You, uh, you work for the number two. And number two? What's number one, then? Sinopec Group. Hmm. I don't know that one at all. Yeah, that's, uh, that is the largest corporation in the world. That's actually even scarier. Because <laughs> we don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, and Lex Corp... Ah, God damn it. You just blew me away with that because I didn't know where I was going with my other thing because I was going to vote for Anatech because of bureaucracy because uh, it's inescapable. Uh, that's uh, that's the thing about fictional corporations in this context because every last one of these corporations, with the exception of BuyTigers.com, the, the, the bureaucracy is what – messes them up either it's bureaucracy or the crazy guy at the top and this is bureaucracy or the crazy guy at the top and uh I, and i like the crazy guy at the top but god damn i am so used to i i la- i worked last night literally had four bosses last night and three out of the four of them told me to do something different that was just last night happens Every day, every day I work, I deal with this, the same inane bureaucracy that comes with corporations. And I don't know why they do it. They just do. I, 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 I don't understand it. And not that I don't love LexCorp. I love the shit out of LexCorp. But there is something that talks to me, that speaks to me, working for the second largest corporation in the world, uh, that that Inatech, even though it's small, and, and they were not brought down by a computer virus. They were brought down by a crazy man who wanted his fucking stapler. He burned that building to the ground. And then they rebuilt. They came back. They didn't go anywhere. They had insurance. Uh so uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Inatech on this one. I know Mike is going the other way, or maybe not. But uh Mr. Ortiz. Uh yeah, I am I'm voting for Inatech. Uh I love Lex. I love LexCorp. Um but uh it's Inatech is such a, a great example. Like I've, I've, you know, repeatedly said here, it's it's it is every corp, it is every job. Um, they the guy who uh, the crazy guy who wanted his stapler also was had been fired years before, but because of an HR glitch, uh, kept receiving a paycheck, and no one ever told him he was fired. Um, that's that's actually uh, so. So so how do they take care of that? They just kept moving his his desk. No. They fixed the glitch. Oh, they fixed the glitch. But then they moved his desk yeah. farther and farther away. But that 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 is such a great example of the the the, the type of thing going on here. And yeah, it's not it's not that they're evil. Uh they're not evil. They're they're just and they're not even necessarily incompetent. I'm not even sure exactly what they do. Um because it doesn't matter. Uh what matters is uh, someone's having a Monday and, uh, um, yeah, we're going to need you to come in on Saturday and, and all of that kind of stuff. And that's, that's what makes the movie a classic. Uh, if you take LexCorp out of Superman, Superman still functions as it did for 40 years before LexCorp was invented. Uh, you take LexCorp or you take Inatech out of office space. You don't have a movie. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, Inatech. 
A vote for Inatech. Yussi, you might be able to sway somebody here. Well, I, I will try using my uh, most powerful geek logic, which is never vote against your heart. And LexCorp for me is just something which I, uh, I fell in love with comics following LexCorp, following this, this brilliant idea of, you know what could really stop Superman? You know what's more important than kryptonite or magic or, or, or whatever? The, the idea that he can't stop this merciless uh, corporation because at the end of the day – he believes in law and order and in the American legal system and the world legal system, corporations can basically do what they want. And we actually have Lex in one of my favorite scenes. I don't remember which issue it's from, but he, he's literally closing down an orphanage. And he says, don't cry widows and orphans to me, Clancy. And 30 years later, I remember that line because it's just so – it's so evil, but it's, you know, it's, it's part of that, that corporate culture. It's like, well, either you can pay the bills or you can't. Either you, you, you know, you are something which we can show to the shareholders as a, you know, a, a dividend for, for this quarter or you're not. And that is bigger for me than in a tech. So I'm, I'm with LexCorp. A vote for LexCorp. But Inatech is into the finals. Next fight is yours, Jason. It is Globex versus BuyTigers.com. You're muted again. I just, I was just slow to the mic. <laughs> Give me a second. Uh, boy, uh, Globex. Like I said, it's just, it's not something this. Bytigers.com is just this fascinating little thing that has just entertained me for the last few hours, uh, or well, the last day or so. Uh, I'm gonna vote for Bytigers.com. It's cute how much trouble that a guy being cute got, you know, got him all sorts of trouble with PETA, and it was just something funny he put on the internet. No, I'm done. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> a vote for buy tigers dot com dot com uh i think i'm still to go with globex uh no real reason i know what's going to win in my head i think this is a cannon fodder fight i think globex has a better chance to stand up against buy tigers unless buy tigers is just crazy today and if it's just crazy it'll win this round anyway so globex mike uh this this is a strange one um I didn't know what by Tigers was before this uh, geek fight. Um, I saw the episode with Globex. It was not one of my favorites. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I kind of, I kind of don't really care a whole lot here. Um, just for the sake of silliness, I'm going to keep riding the tiger. Uh, also because uh, it's a dot com, and uh, you know the dot com boom was was kind of a thing. And uh, and it doesn't matter which one I pick because I know in the next round I'm voting for Inatech. So, uh, yeah, I'll stick with Bite Tigers. All right. Crazy Mandingo. Uh, Yessie. Well, Scorpions 
kill tigers. I don't know if that's scientifically accurate, but let's just say it is. So Hank Scorpio, killsbytigers.com, Globex. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Chris. Which one is moving on? Uh, Buytigers.com is cute and it is funny. And I will will point it out to people when I see them and they haven't heard of it. But uh, at Globex, you could be doing something innocent like going to a snack machine. And uh, a man could run past you and you rugby tackle him and it just happens to be James Bond and Hank Scorpio then kills him. Um, These sort of exciting things don't happen at every corporation, so I will have to vote for Globex. Globex into the final. Uh, We've got a final fight of Initech versus Globex. Uh, One company I work for, one company I want to work for. Um, you decide which is which. Um, let's see who's going to go first on this one. Mr. Ortiz, we'll let you go first on the last fight. Yeah, since I already pretty much said I'm voting for Inatech, uh, for all the reasons. Huh? I said, yeah. All the reasons that I've said the whole time, um, you know, I even said early, this is what, Inatech is one that I think could go the whole way. Uh, I I think really kind of one of the best things about that is Inatech is part of a language that, that at least people who are are hip to office space all share. Um, when I get unnecessary paperwork, uh, I can, and and this, this actually did happen, uh, in a meeting, uh, being told about a new bit of, of paperwork that we all have to do. Someone did under their breath, call them a TPS report. Uh, it's it's part of that sort of shared experience. Everybody who who gets the movie uh, knows the references, gets all of it. Uh, Global Tech, Global Tech, or Globex, sorry, is is was a, was a good episode. It was a great episode, um, but I don't remember it. You know, I looked it up online, and a few things popped out, and I, you know, I read the the synopsis, but uh, it didn't leave an impression the way that Inatech has. Uh, and, uh, it, it, to me is just not a symbol of everything that, that that's wrong with every job. So, uh, in a tech. Yes. I'm, uh, sticking with Globex. I just think that it, uh, represents something beyond, I guess this is the, 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 the classic matchup. Are we going to take the, the mundane, which sort of highlights what, we see in in the everyday or uh do we take the the farcical but i i, I just i like lobex and uh i it's still got my vote uh vote for lobex uh, <laughs> chris i it's it's difficult it's tricky i think that that the globex corporation is is a wonderful bit of uh, bit of writing from the Simpsons crew, and it is a great episode, and it stands out. But there's just something about Office Space and Inner Tech that is just every single scene and everything that happens to those characters, apart from getting three hundred thousand dollars by stealing half pennies. Um, I, I relate to it. I, you know, I, I'd never worked in an office, but I still relate to everything that's happening. Everybody's had a piece of equipment that's a, a pile of shit that they want to take out into the parking lot and beat the shit out of with a baseball bat. I've been there. I've done it. And I don't know whether it, it, I don't know whether that's a good reason to vote for it or a reason not to vote for it. But I, I think that 
as far as like the best corporation goes because it's so you know we don't really know what they do we have no idea but it's whatever company you work for and that that what make that is what makes it stand out for me so i will vote for initech yes on you know i'm sitting here i i like to imagine that initech rebuilt itself by suing the guy who came up with jump to conclusions and then marketing and selling it because that's the kind of bullshit they were up to. So jump to te- uh, jump to conclusions. America's favorite party game, brought to you by Inatech. A uh, vote for Inatech. Yeah, uh, Inatech is is great. I, and there are those, and the people are are the exact people too. There is there is the weird guy who wants the stapler. You know him. He's in your fucking office. He's at your job. Right now, you're looking at him right now. Look over, look over, turn, look at him, look at him. You're looking at him. There's that annoying bitch who says, Looks like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. There's also the annoying person who keeps saying the same thing over and over again, and you want to kill them. This is work. This is working in our modern day world. Uh, it's the best representation of an actual corporation in a fictional corporation. So, uh, I, too, will be voting for Inatech. Inatech is the best fictional corporation of all time, except for we're probably wrong. It was probably something else. Probably it was Planet Soylent Express. Corp. Ooh, Soylent Corp. Or no, you know, it was uh, Vandalay. Yeah. Vandalay Industries. And that, that was actually the winner. Uh, but as always, we're wrong. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we're probably never going to do this again. Uh, but... Take a look at our friends because we still have some friends out there. There's a there's a Trekcast. They still do podcasts every now and again. They're up to 116 episodes. Way to go! But they've also been doing it for like eight years. <laughs> uh, let's see. Subspace Communicate is still around. You can go to their website, but forget that website. Go to their other website, which is Bye Bye Robot, and buy some sweet art. Uh, there's also Mission Log, a Star Trek podcast. That's the other podcast I can remember. Uh, you can I check out remember. Bat Talk. Yep. Fuck Bat Talk. Trist- hey, Tristan's podcast, uh, his Voyager podcast, just went went past a hundred a couple Wait, weeks ago. Really? Yeah. He does a he does a Voyager podcast. Yeah, it's called like to the to to the journey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have anything they like to plug? Uh, Yussi. I was actually, um, uh, my, my Twitter feed, Rabbi Joe in JM, was featured in a Newsweek article. It was a little weird. But you can follow me there or find me on Facebook, Yussi Block. And, uh, I love to talk with you. Lahayim? Is that the right word? I don't know. I'm not Jewish. I'm sorry. Close enough. <laughs> uh, Chris, anything from you? Uh, you can check out Bat Talk. Anything else? Uh, you can check out the Ten Forward podcast where I still talk about Star Trek in my own not wanting to talk about Star Trek way. Thank you, sir. Uh, Jason. I do all this time on Geek Fights. I finally have something to plug. I am a contributor and 
uh, article writer for Watchtower of Babel News. That's Watchtower of Babel News dot blogspot dot com. I also uh, do the reviews for every episode of The Flash, where I point out three things we've learned and ask three questions. So check it out. I actually do something on the internet now. <laughs> oh, the horrible, evil things we've spawned, Mike. <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty much just bat talk. And it's been a while since we did one of those. Uh, and this this show, we're on Facebook. That's really the only place Geek Fights has kind of existed. We uh, we share and post geeky-related things. Uh, occasionally have uh, arguments um, and make some people mad. Uh, we're on Twitter. I, I don't pay attention to that. Other people on this podcast. Uh, There's no other people. It's just me. It's just me. Okay, well, you're other. I'm not not other people. I'm not people. So I'm, I'm, a, people and, uh, I'm a person. Okay, then you can talk about uh, Twitter. Uh, you can still email us at uh, geekfights.gmail.com, although now it's mostly just spam, and then a few things that uh, Damon and I will just use that email address for when we don't want junk sent to our regular email address. Uh, but if you send us something, we'll read it. Uh, we'll read it on the show. I'll say that because we probably are never going to do the show and, and no one's ever sent us anything that we read on the show. Uh, you can still send Damon uh, slash uh, Fick God if you damn. want. Uh, I was just talking about that recently. Uh, that's about it. I, I kind of hope we do this again at least at some point. I, I still want to do – there's a few topics that, that got away We're going to do your goddamn topics, Mike. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're going to do them. Are we going to do it live? We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, our, our next episode, I am not kidding. I don't know when it's going to happen. It could happen in February. It could happen in March. Fuck it, it could happen in June. But our next episode is best Star Trek time travel fucking something. I don't know what it is. I don't know if we're ever going to do best car, Mike. We might do best car, but we're definitely going to do the best Star Trek time travel thing. None of the people that are on this episode get to be on that episode, except for me and Mike, because fuck you people. (laughs) What happened to best dragon? There's no best dragon. It's Puff, because he's high all the time. (laughs) Anyway. I'm still voting for Smog on that one. Smog sucks. You know what? You know why? You know why he sucks? Because it took two fucking movies for him to do anything cool, and I still haven't seen that second movie. Sorry, the third movie. I'm not watching it. I'm not even bothered. I fell asleep during the second one. Oh, the 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 scene where he's talking to him is really cool. It's really cool to fall asleep to. Anyway, (laughs) I'm sorry, Dick Dragon. I'm sorry, but he's going to win an Academy Award. Oh, God, The Imitation Game is an amazing movie. I, I still think uh, Stephen Hawking, uh, who who has been on our show. Oh, Stephen Hawking has been on our show. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, but that was somebody portraying Stephen no, Hawking. No, no, not on our show. I mean in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know about the portrayal of Stephen Hawking is going to win him an Academy Award, especially when the guy that, uh, that Cumberbitch uh, played uh, – was gay, bonus points for that, then committed, then got, uh, what do you call that, chemically castrated, and then killed himself. Come on! He, he was chemically castrated because he was gay. That's a historical fact. I'm not spoiling anything. If you'd actually looked up anything about Alan Turing, you would know that. You, you, 
Uh, thanks for listening. Debilitating disease always beats gay. Yeah, thanks for listening. How about Double Dragon? <laughs> Mike, it's your fucking cue. It's the only thing you had to remember. Until the next time. <laughs> Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. <laughs> I'm still voting for Dick Dragon. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Yossi, uh, did you actually memorize Geek Logic in Hebrew? That is alternate history. Okay. No, I, I never committed to doing that. Okay. Hey, hey, no worries. No worries. But I have now been up for 22 hours. I should probably sleep, but this has actually been fun. Yeah. And we will probably yeah. do another one. Yeah, why not? Let's see. I will write right now. So we did it. Is, has it been more than 24 hours? When did, when did I post that post and why are people following us? It's, it's like 36 hours. It has to be because that was, was before 12, the Sabbath and this is after. Yeah. It was 12.58 a.m. Okay. So post, and this, this is all Yossi's fault. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is a good topic. Yeah, that's all it was. That's all it was. That's the only thing. It was a joke. I didn't think anything would come of it. <laughs> By the way, in Hebrew, geek logic is higayon chnun, if you must know. I don't want to know that. Uh, see, I'm, I'm using glad that. How you do? Uh, it's all Yossi's fault. We just recorded a new episode. When are you going to put it up, Mike? Next week sometime? Uh, probably. Okay. Like I said, I'm not going to put too much into cutting this. The only problem is, uh, you know, we have to have this uh, under 100 megabytes. And the only reason it was ever big was because we were uh, doing nice quality audio to it. Well, also um, the length. Length, yeah, but yeah, just dial down the quality. Everything will be fine. Yeah, the quality is the quality was our issue because they were like seventy eight, ninety. I don't. I don't think we ever cracked a hundred with an episode, did we? Hundred megabytes, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, we'll be. I mean, I'll. I'll. I'll just reduce the uh the quality and, and i'll probably be cutting I'll, I'll come in at some point i mean i'm not going to start at the start of the recording i'll leave the, probably leave the middle in yeah and end it uh you know like this probably won't be in but it might be who knows and i hate you but yeah uh good night everybody All right, and i mean night. that quite literally because yeah. i'm going to sleep for like four hours and wake up and do nothing All right. Um, I'll send out an email in a minute about maybe recording a bat talk sometime soon. All right. Now that now that I'm back in the country. Oh, oh! It, it, was it me getting you off your ass? Damon recorded. Says finally says let's do a geek fight. No, I got the schedule three for ten forwards. So now I know exactly when uh, when it's available for ah. for uh, bat talk recording. So I will send out an email saying uh, everyone check. Well, next weekend or the weekend after would probably be best to get it. Uh, done while it's fresh in everyone's heads think of topics all right it, it, uh, Damon, is this you it's all yussie's fault we, we we just recorded a new episode we end the next week or so yeah yeah what do you mean is it me i just said it out loud <laughs> <laughs> i i said it i did i did didn't i that wasn't in my head was it no i heard it oh you said it but okay I never know what's going to be cut. Although I should realize nothing is ever going to be cut. I like how it's like, uh, basically just the people on the show have liked it now. Damon posted and then we liked it. You know, it's funny. <laughs> and you, do you know why it's, it's not completely your fault. Yussie, you put out that topic. No big deal. 
Then Mike adds to it. <laughs> and at that point, right, he actually had choices. Yeah. And once, once he did that, I'm like, well, why don't we fucking record it? Because what I was actually, it? Two weeks ago, we were talking about recording something. Yeah. Well, I actually had um, often wondered if we could just do one on Facebook. You know, just oh, about everything yeah. on Facebook. So that was like, oh, what the hell? Let's give it a shot. And it was, I mean, it, for me, it was like two o'clock in the morning. So I'm like barely, I, I, I fell asleep <laughs> and then woke up and went, oh shit, I got to take the garbage out. <laughs> and then, uh, and then <laughs> I came back down and checked my iPad like, oh, fuck it. So yeah, it was a little bit of delirium and yeah, well, and like I said, I, I wasn't kidding. I had the geek fights, uh, was set up for an auto renew. Um, and, uh, I didn't realize that. And so all of a sudden I get hit with a charge to renew the, uh, the Podbean subscription. And we still had a pretty, we had, we still had like a, cause we, we, we were thinking about still putting stuff up over, uh, the course of 2014 and we never did. And yeah. I just completely forgot. And then I get like a PayPal thing saying, uh, you, you've been charged for this. So I, I contacted them and, you know, trying to get a refund, but I still <laughs> wanted to keep the feed alive and just get like the minimum amount. Um, but all they would do was just credit the amount that I paid for one year towards that. So literally I've paid for geek fights through like 2019 or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, cause they're not going to refund me. So I was like, all right, well then just keep it alive. So, yep. so we've got a feed with a hundred megabytes a month for the next four years. So we can just put stuff up when we feel like it. <laughs> yep. But anyway, uh, I have to get going too. Uh, this was, uh, this was a lot of fun guys. Yeah, uh, we, yep. we will do this again. Yeah, we, we can do a bat talk. Actually, the the topic uh, we, we still have not talked about Gotham. <laughs> yeah, you know? I'll tell you what. Yeah. That's probably a good time to talk about Gotham because it's just come back. Yeah, from Gotham, break and even that, just so. like we never talked and about Batman certain... Eternal. We never we've not yep. talked about the massive changes in the Batman universe. Yeah, Why we mind? have not. That that's that's the topic settled then. All right, and it's good good time to talk about Gotham. It's finally hitting its stride. I think so. I actually. Just started watching. You know, and I'm going to hang up on all of you people and yeah, just I gotta hang up too. on you. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, all right. everybody. Thanks a lot. All right. I hate yep. you. Bye. Bye. Guys, later. Bye. Good nap, Bye. Damon.